intermission song. And we are back at the end of the best episode. Best episode of Outlaw Star, you'd say? Certainly one of the most unique. It it paints a, a lovely tale in a vacuum, gets in, gets out. One of the best. It's 20, a highlight. One it's of the best. It's on the highlight reel for sure. It's one of the best 22 minutes of anime, I'll say. If you had to pick one of Outlaw Star's best episodes, this, Strongest Woman in the World, mm-hmm. and the last two. All right. And, uh, you know, the best part about it is you don't have to feel the anxiety of the objective of the episode <laughs> being completed because it already was completed halfway th- or not even halfway through. So, good, good episode. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. All right. So, we are at grave of the dragon let's get let's get into this one this is the backstory episode this is the thick as a brick fucking all right y'all we get it you've been in this universe for quite some time we're gonna show you how things work this is when outlaw star clasps its hands together and it's like gentlemen and ladies i'm sure you've wondered why i've brought you here today (laughs) Wait, this, wait, 20 episodes is like a prologue? Like, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it's a pretty long-ass prologue. Well, yeah, so we get to Grave of the Dragon. They're like, they are in pursuit of some leads that they got on the Galactic Ley Line. And they, uh, they're told that they can find some, some clues on this planet called Dragon. Um, Jim hacks like an archaeology database, which I think is fun because I can imagine an archaeology database doesn't have the best security. Um, And he manages to find some files on this place called Dragon. He's like, yeah, there was like a weird archaeological dig here in relation to the ley line. Let's go check it out. I don't know if the word dragon has any meaning in the year. What is it? 44,000 we've determined. Is that what it was? I don't know, dude. It, we were throwing millions around. <laughs> well, okay. You know, like. So, yes. This is where the show kind of gives you the first kick in the pants into the timeline. I mean, the Lizard Man deuce, that's, an, that's one of them. That was a kick in the head. But, but the other is when they... um. Okay, so they... Let me, let me run through this linearly. They go to the planet... And they don't just fly to the place. And they're like, we got to park here. We've got to fucking hike the rest of the way, which feels like a show conceit. You're like, why are you going to make why – why not just fly directly to the thing? And Jim's like, we have no idea what the ground is going to look like over there. We happen to know that the ground is landable here. So it's best to just land because here. It's the LZ, dude. Yeah, we, we don't know. We don't fucking know what the rest of this planet looks like. Or – Honestly, shouldn't be trusting that this air is breathable. Right. But they go, they start to have their big old hike to the ley line. Uh, no, no, what? To the ley line? Or not the ley line. To the clue to, to, the, to, 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 to the, the ruins. Li- the clue, to, yeah, yeah. To the cluins. <laughs> nice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, they're hiking while, like, pondering the nature of the ley line. They're asking Asia, they're like, how do you know of the ley line? She's like, it's a fucking heavily guarded Kataro Kataro secret, bro. If you mention it again, I'm gonna have to put my hand on your chest and tell you to sit the fuck down. So you chill, <laughs> all right? Um, and the whole time, I think it's interesting that Gene points out in this episode, he's like, 
Jim, remember, Asia's like kind of our friend. But let's be real. We don't, Jim, we don't, we've only known Malfina for like three months, dude. Like, like crouches she, down. Malfina could literally be a bomb. Suzuka could still be on an assassination mission to try to get close to the ley line. And Asia has kind of made no bones about the fact that she might betray us at any moment. Yeah, she tried to kill us like every time she saw us prior to this. She basically just jumped in our ship, said, I don't like you guys, but you owe me. So I'm going to go to the ley line with you all. I hear it's worth a lot of money and I'm going to take it. So Asia's made no bones about the fact that she's like, I'm going to possibly double cross you guys. Maybe. Maybe. Keep that card in your back pocket. <clears throat> you know, don't with the duck face. Don't throw it away. <laughs> I think it's cool, though. It gives um, it reminds you of the difference in time, because at this point you're like, it's the crew. This is the crew. You know, we killed Catgirl together. Yeah, like the game crew. Hanmio. We killed her, man. We became bros over that hoe. <laughs> <laughs> we all killed her. And we never knew. All five of us had a hand in that. Six if you count Gilliam. Um, and so, but it, it does point out that Gene and Jim are still kind of like, given the severity of the situation that they're in, Jim is, Gene is still like, Jim, we can't pretend that we really know these girls. We don't. Sounds like college. (laughs) (laughs) Right? So they're hiking around. uh, He also asks Suzuka what she thinks about all this, which is, you know, nice. But I feel like he's not (laughs) nice. It's cool. (laughs) I like to know that my heroes are vigilant, you know? In the same way that Jim stayed up for hours over losing combat, in that last episode, I like the idea that Gene is rambunctious and horny. He'll finger a sleeping woman, but he's not stupid. Yeah, that's he, underage. He, <laughs> With those wiggly fingers. He'll take a woman to Heathrow Airport in England where the age of consent is 16, and he'll finger her while she's asleep. Yeah, with her with his spaghetti fingers. Because he's smart. <laughs> well, he's smart enough to take her to where the age of consent makes <laughs> sense. He's a wily one. And he's thinking, I don't want to get double-crossed here. I've been, I'm a man who's been double-crossed a lot of my life. Um, and it's also nice here that Malfina is like, do you think we'll find answers about me at this place of ruin? And this, a lesser hero would say, yes, Malfina, I'm confident. But Gene, a man who finger blasts in their sleep? (laughs) No, Gene's like, Malfina, I'm not going to bullshit you. I don't know if we're ever going to learn anything about who you are. I don't know if, like, (laughs) I don't know any. Very true. Who the, woman, you are asking me while the plane is crashing if we are going to be okay. I would rather have a president that tells me, I don't know. (laughs) I don't know if things are going to be okay. Right? You know? No, people want their dad. People want their yeah, dad to don't, be. Don't, t- don't give me hydroxychloride. Hydrochloroquine. 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 You see the complication where it's literally just him, like hydroxychloroquine. Don't, don't you date this episode. Okay, okay. I'm sorry. I'm going to have to cut that out. <laughs> um, so. But I enjoy that Gene is telling Malfina, he's like, I'm going to be real, Malfina. Like, I'm an idiot. 
I stumbled into this ship. Jim stumbled into this info. We came here because a guy tried to kill you and me, and he said the words ley line. We're idiots. We don't know. Stop looking for answers amongst this set. You got to figure this shit out for yourself because we're dumb, except for Jim. But he doesn't realize how dumb we are. Right. All they know is they might get some money out of this. <laughs> yeah, like for the real. It's like we're here for cash and shits and giggles. That's it. There's not like a deeper. You're here for purpose. And that's way above our pay grade. Right. Even like like. And Suzuka doesn't even know what the fuck that is, you know? Like, she's just in it for the ride, pretty much, right? I mean, at this point, or she's still trying to assassinate Gene. When you're like a millionaire hitman assassin supermodel, I imagine you're bored a lot. Oh, yeah, nothing to do. <laughs> yeah. Just gonna follow two guys. I, I, I feel it. Like, yeah, Suzuka's like galactic, whatever. You know, she's sipping Mai Tais, bro. She's drinking mojitos on the beach. She, she's she's not taking this ley line that seriously. Maybe. So they get to the ruins, um, and we find out that basically the philo- or the archaeologists who came to the ruins, the pirates kept cutting off their supply lines until the archaeologists had to stop investigating, forcing them to flee the planet. Um, and it was because the K-pirates wanted whatever was there on this planet. Um, it has been some time. It's been like, what, 30 years? Since they, uh, since it was last, since someone inhabited. was inhabited, yeah, I, I, I'm not sure. They throw out a lot of timelines here. They say that the these ruins are thirty thousand years old. I recall that, and I also remember in the background when they show the monuments of the old ones. You see the Washington Monument, <laughs> huh, dude? A hundred. This is America. <laughs> no, you see like pyramids. And I'm like, all right, pyramids, ziggurats, I get it. But then you see something that definitively looks like the Washington Monument. They imply that aliens that built the, the ley line came to Earth and influenced Earth to build the pyramids right. and stuff. So maybe they're just playing along with that. Which casts us into, like, what is this, the year 45,000 now? Who... I don't know. The timeline gets weird, but they mention that these ruins are 30,000 years since the people who built it lived there. And I believe 30 years since the archaeology team. I'm not sure how old the XGP is. I don't think I don't think the viewer knows at this point of the <laughs> show. Do you Do we ever find that out? I would assume it's like a new <laughs> ship cuz it's like a, you know, it's Ahead of its time, right? It's an advanced grappler ship. I don't know so you when... Have to, you have to assume the XGP is like a new thing. I don't even know how Toyota Corollas work on Jupiter. Like, how long was, <laughs> how long was the Toyota Corolla under the wraps for? Like, how long were they, like, keeping the Corolla? Like, <laughs> like I'm saying... You know how, like... Well, they refresh like with, them every with, year. Well, with the, app, with, the, with the Apple phones, right? They first made the iPad, and that was, like, under the wraps, right? And then they made the iPhone, and then they released the iPhone first, and nobody knew about the iPad for, like, years, right? But that's yes. the first thing they came up with. And so, so it, like... So, and here's the thing now is... 
this is also where there we're starting to get a feel for um that the the thing that makes the XGP unique cuz it's grappler arms yes it's got arms but the Eldorado has grappler arms you know there's other ships with grappler arms it's fast but the there's ships out there that are faster the thing that makes the XGP unique you're is starting has to learn to com- has to be compatible with is, like a is, AI yeah is that it can hand off its navigational duties to Malfina yeah she's like the vessel and she can do a whole bunch of like parallel processing shit or whatever but yeah that's what makes it that's the thing that makes the XGP stand out is that it basically has two navigational computers like I guess it's engines and one is living one is like a living conscious (laughs) hey don't you say Gilliam doesn't have a healthy amount of personality hey come on they the writers put effort into you know yeah going into that come on I just don't like to not acknowledge him. <laughs> right you can acknowledge him. Um, so, Harry McDougal. The, the McDougals show up. God, villainous McDougals. <laughs> Harry's got a brand new body because Gene shot him in the neck and then his arm. He's been going through some shit. Right. Um, fucking psycho. <clears throat> so... They are trying to find. <sighs> they are trying to find the, the 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 lines of feng shui. That's that's where. The, we are going to go from swimming in a Chinese pool to <laughs> diving for pearls in a Chinese ocean. <laughs> because we find out that the purpose of the ley line is that it manipulates the dragon's cosmic breath. It allows the movement of feng shui and the collection of chi throughout the universe. And you're like, what? The fuck? Feng shui? Confu- Confucius had it right? Who would have thought? Who would have thought? Who'd have thunk it? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to use that. You, you hear that, Lao Tzu, and, and all you other ancient Chinese thinkers with your horse shit? <laughs> I thunk so hard. <laughs> <laughs> so Gene says, starts to admit to Jim during this time when they're going over everything. He's like, you know what's gotten me bothered is I really don't want to look into Malfina's origin. And he's like, this is what's got me fucked up about Malfina asking me, do you think we'll find answers? And he's like, on the real, I don't think this bitch means anything to anybody. (laughs) I suspect, in my heart of hearts, Gene, I suspect she was just built to be a navigational computer. And her emotions are purely secondary. Like, they are like a, a, a whoopsie-daisy. It's a program. To make her a good nav computer, we had to make her smart enough that she fucking accidentally also got emotions. Aw, shit. Can we turn these off? <laughs> and um, and so Jean's like, I am kind of terrified that we're going to get to the end of this, and all I'm going to find is, like, a gift receipt for Malfina. <laughs> and... Uh, <laughs> all I'm going to find is, like, the fucking Amazon return slip for her. A and, warranty card for Yeah, her. like a fucking warehouse full of her. <laughs> like, and I don't think it's going to go down like she wants this to, dude. Yeah. And I think that is super... This is one of Gene's most endearing moments to me. Where he admits that he's afraid of what he thinks might be the truth. 
Right. You know, instead of sugarcoating. Yeah, because you know? like uh, maybe she's like real. <laughs> you know, like yeah, like Deku just, would be like, we've got to believe that. <laughs> we've got to uh, believe she's more. Deku than is just... like shopping for the wedding ring already. <laughs> yeah. He's like, God, what is she like? <laughs> like, you know, <laughs> oh, what, what kind of potato chips does she like? But yeah, yeah like fucking, I don't know. <sighs> I feel like Spike Spiegel would be like, Malfina, don't waste your time worrying about where you came from. Worry about where you're going, you know? (laughs) (laughs) But Gene is like, you know, as a man colored by the death of his father, he's like, I recognize that where you come from is important. I'm, I'm worried that this girl came from nowhere. Like, she truly came from people who were just trying to build an android. Yeah, she was just pieced together. (laughs) <laughs> she's gonna be like dad dad he's like no no i am not <laughs> i'm just a bill i'm just an android builder i just Fuck. put the pr- i just put the ink in the 3d printer girl i like, i had nothing to it's do like I had not- <laughs> don't you think the word love had anything to do with your creation it's like oh you got me christmas gifts <laughs> it's like what did you get me it's like oh, i just built you <laughs> So, um, we get Malfina singing that ending song. Dude, this hit me. I was like, what the fuck? What the fuck? It's like when they hit. <laughs> I wasn't about it. You weren't? Oh, man. I, th- I was into it. I was like, this is so sad. When she was singing? Yeah, she's so sad. She I just don't believe in that, dude. You don't believe in women being when, sad? That, that's why I don't like that whole, like, thing with uh, Dr. Stone. Like, you know what I mean? When they start singing at the end, you know? Oh. Like, you know. Dr. Stone gets kind of hokey with it. Because it's like a pop song. It's like an Ariana Grande love ballad. I just... It's... Whereas this is like a somber, sad, like... Uh, I... I've... I definitely, listen, I have a lot of bias because I love this song from my childhood. As I said, this song is one of my first moments of musical sadness. Really? Dude, I, I keep forgetting this is like, ende- this show is like the most endearing thing to you. So forgive this, me. Forgive me for okay, you know, shitting on this. I mean, I'm not going <laughs> to say this is my favorite anime. This is definitely a top 10 for me. And it purely is in the same You got to give everybody else some slack because like, like not a lot of people have seen this. Yeah, I guess. It's like, the same way if someone is like, dude, is Zoid's Guardian Force really like a top 10 anime? And I'm like, listen. <laughs> <laughs> Look, listen. <laughs> We've got some caveats. There's some asterisks attached. <laughs> I saw it at the right time. I saw it at the right place. <laughs> right. But yeah, so Harry McDougal walks up on Malfina singing this fucking sad ass song. And Harry's like, Malfina, you're coming with me. And she's like, Harry, I'm just not into you, homie. When are you going to learn? You can't just be doing this to women. You can't just be going up to them in your cybernetic body and trying to get them in your clutches. Yeah, you can't just hack your way into a girlfriend. You, you got yeah. to earn it. <laughs> you got to romance it, bro. <laughs> gotta go to yoga class but at this point don't talk to her bro ask her if she wants Henry, to go to a pot- do not talk to her any longer he's not even invited her to a pottery space. you assaulted her is any guy even trying to smash if they don't invite a girl to a pottery spin 
Like, let's be real. It's like, yo, you want to make some? Come on, we'll put, put a little plant, put a little ficus in there. <laughs> You'll be able to grow it in a pot you made yourself. <laughs> it's it's adorable. Get in my Prius. <laughs> Are you describing yourself? <laughs> I didn't yes, know you were. Is, I didn't know I, you were into pottery, though. This is what I do. I sales pitch them. <laughs> I like come at. I come at the ladies like but, a car salesman. But that's what they all want. They all want to go to a pottery. They're like every girl I've talked to. I was like, what if a guy took you on a pottery date? They're like, that would be the best thing ever. They do say you that. They, every girl wants that. Dude, Harry, just take Malfina to pottery spin class. Well, not at this point. It's too late now. It's you fucking assaulted her. Damn you, late. You, fucking, you got your brother involved. Dude, you molested her in her vessel, in her XGP. <laughs> you, like, broke into her house, technically, and, like, just looked at her naked. You just chased her into her closet, pretty much. And so Gene shows up, and he's like, you know what, bro? When, when Malfina was just my side piece... I was I was cool with this, but you know what? I'm starting to catch feelings for this girl, and quite frankly, I'm over your bullshit. So he's like, "I'm gonna take my magic bullet, the one that I was saving for JFK." <laughs> and I, Whoa! It's that <laughs> kind of party. Was it, was it imagine JFK, imagine a laser <laughs> going to JFK like his wife. Was that a number nine? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the FBI collected the capture. <laughs> McDougal. <laughs> if you look at the uh, from the grassy knoll, you can actually see in the wreckage of the El Dorado. You can see the Shangri La flying away. <laughs> uh, so, it's like conspiracy theorists are like, no, the bullet missed. <laughs> no, but Gene, Gene puts the caster to Harry's chest. And he's like, fuck you, fool. You're done, kid. This is some cold-blooded shit, because we got to remember... No, it's ha- not. Harry's 17. And he's a fucking robot. He is. That I- molests other robots. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Nick, no, acknowledge okay, no, that. I, I acknowledge <laughs> that he's the creepiest character in the whole show. Admit it. Con, Admit Con is a much more charming character than Henry. Okay. All right. Gwen Con. All right. Harry, okay, he is a robot that's the last robot. He's a piece of shit. I admit it. <laughs> he e hacks e thoughts. <laughs> uh, so. Gene says to Malfina, he's like, so what's it going to be, love? <laughs> and it's like, are you suggesting that I stay here on this <laughs> dragon planet in the ruins? With this guy? <laughs> and figure it out? Or are you saying, come with me like it's a choice? <laughs> like from this point on, anything that happens, I made the choice to be with you guys. Which, I, okay, I guess so. This isn't the ideal place. She's like, you couldn't have offered me this choice on Sentinel Three <laughs> back in the Hayfong system. Or you, when we're on Simca Five, you couldn't have offered. You're gonna offer it to me here <laughs> on the Dragon Planet. You're gonna be like, so what's it gonna be, Toots? You in or out? <laughs> you are. And it's like, first off, Gene, that ship ain't going nowhere without me in it. Let's be real. <laughs> Yeah, like I'm the keys to this fucking Porsche. What the fuck are you? What are you doing? Experimental Porsche. But but Malfina's like Jean, Jean. I'll go anywhere with you, huh? And it's you know you know 
And they leave as the earthquake consumes the planet? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know why it's earthquaking right now. It's a very convenient earthquake. You know, magic. Feng Shui. <laughs> Layla, yeah, it's the chi. The dragon's it's, it's the cosmic chi. breath. Dude, that is a cool line. You're manipulating the dragon's cosmic breath. Can you imagine? Like, you're a pirate in the year 40,000, and you see someone pagawasan fa pagawasan around a crystal, and it's like, what's that person doing? And they're like, well, we're trying to navigate to a new star system, so they need to manipulate the dragon's <laughs> cosmic breath. And it's like, dude... B- bang me up with some fucking spice, dude. In what what universe? In what in? other like reality context would that like come up <laughs> in real life? Somewhere in Area Fifty One, scientists are like, dude, we gotta manipulate the dragon's <laughs> cosmic Bob Salazar's <laughs> dragon cosmic like. It's what, the the, U- it's what the UFOs are powered they've by. They got baby dragons and. <laughs> We got little baby dragons. Dragons so small, you need a microscope to see them. They're in there in 51. Shut up, Biden. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to have big dragons. <laughs> the biggest. <laughs> uh, so, uh, as they're leaving, Ronald finds Harry. And this is a, the fuck did they do to my boy? <laughs> yeah, he's like all dismembered and shit, right? Harry is fuck. He took a, he's like furious. He's like, brother. they hit my brother with that dark magic. Fuck. <laughs> like, I was mad that he didn't die. I was like really mad he didn't die. I also am in that it just furthers that it, Harry McDougal's life will continue to know nothing but torment. I was like, oh, God, he's going to molest more people now. <laughs> like, he's going to live. At this point, Gwen Khan connects with the crew, and he's like, I have found someone who has coordinates to the galactic ley line. And the crew's like, what? <laughs> and he's like, yes, the problem is he's a prisoner on a planet sentenced to 300 years. You know, like, 300 years? What the fuck? Like, what did this guy do? Um, And so, Gene doesn't want to go to prison. He wants to just... He's like, let's just go to the fucking K-Pirates. He's like, let's just fly right into the heart of the sun and, like, take on the K-Pirates directly. Because I'm sick of this looking over my own shoulder shit. And knowing what we know now... For Gene to suggest that we just go after the K-Pirates is so nuts, crazy, backwards, fucking insane. Like he has it's like it's like he has to have an angle. <laughs> like he has to have an angle on this. <laughs> you know I, what I mean? Like it happens in JoJo all the time where like, you know, it's like how the fuck is he going to do that, you know? It's like he's got an angle. So, but And this is what's really cool is Gene's like, we're going to the K-Pirates. We're going to fucking destroy them. And it's like, Gene, the K-Pirates command 88 star systems, <laughs> suns, entire they, – they have like an arm of the Milky Way galaxy. You are going – no, you are not. No, you are not. Yeah. That is thousands, maybe – millions of and and no hilda lived her whole life on the run and she lost genocide hilda died bro yeah hilda didn't make it out and she was 10 times the outlaw you are (laughs) 
<laughs> like Hilda was so cool with making enemies. Hilda didn't borrow money from people, dude. She didn't eat Wheaties with soy milk, dude. Like, are you fucking kidding? You want to attack the K pirates directly? It's like I'm gonna take down the mafia. Me and my six shooter are gonna take down the fucking mafia. All right, pal. So, but then Gwen. Even com- that's more doable. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that, those are numbered people. <laughs> You're talking millions here. John Wick couldn't take down the K Pirates, man. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously. It'll take years. It would literally be all he would. If he spent every waking moment. Every waking moment. Just. <laughs> Forever reloading. No, you're Just not like, going to take down half of them. <laughs> so, but but then this is the moment that it's like, ah, oh, fuck you, man. Fuck you. Because Malphine has been pondering her consciousness this whole time. She's like, maybe I am just an android. And then Gene's like, so he's like. Um, and so, so Malfina's been pondering this whole time. She's like, am I real? Are these thoughts mine? Maybe I'm more than an android, you know? And Gene has that rousing speech with her where he's like, come on board the spaceship, Malfina. Have your own life. Make your own decisions. Like, we'll do this together. I, I, I'm not going to say I love you because that's what weak men do, but I really like this girl. <laughs> and... And then Gwen Khan just fucks it all up because he's like, no, you're an android. It was you who broke my mason plate. And Malfina yeah. just like shits in her tank. She's like, wow, wow. She loses all personality, takes control of the ship. And they're like, what is going on? She has been activated. I would be terrified. I'm like, this girl's going to jump out of this tank and like rip all this of our This girl's thro- not going to love me anymore. <laughs> <laughs> no, you made my android not love me anymore. You turned her love off. You turned my Russian mail order bride against me. <laughs> <laughs> Obi-Wan. <laughs> you turned her against me. You turned my 90-day fiance against me. No, Anakin. She was always going to go back to the Philippines. (laughs) I have the Delta Airline miles now. (laughs) Uh, Good shit. Um, So... They have to, they have to go and do what Gwen Khan says because their girl has just been broken. They just broke Malfina's brain, so they're like, "I guess we're doing this thing." So we're moving on to Gravity Jailbreak. This episode's fucking fun. Which one was that one? This is the one where they have to go Gravity Jailbreak. Which one's that? The one where they have the jailbreak in high gravity. Oh, I guess. <laughs> Did we talk about the caster shell episode? That's the one after this. Okay. That's hot. I'm like wondering, when is that fucking coming up? I was like, that's. But you're right, you're right. That comes first. Mm hmm. Yeah. So, Gravity Jailbreak, there's actually not a huge amount of plot that happens in this episode. Um, the intro crawl, he's like, the frontier. The, he, he, I don't remember the exact words he says, but he says that. The frontier past 50 light years from Earth is a death sentence. (laughs) And it's like, what? But he basically explains that once you get more than 50 light years away from Earth, which that right there, Alpha Centauri, our closest neighboring star is like, what, 
four light years away, mm-hmm. three light years away. So anything less than 50 light years is considered just like a hop, skip, and jump away. So the fact that people are traveling hundreds of light years, what this means is like these ships are fast and this timeline I know we keep pushing it farther and further, but we're talking like so many thousands of years, dude. Um, but yeah, so once you get past 50 light years from Earth, there's no rules, dude. You can just do whatever you want. You can breed a cat to a dog. No one will stop you. Who cares? It's lawless. <laughs> yeah. And that's where the outlaws reside. And because of that, there's a, uh, there's a prison called Hecaton Kites where they keep in a intergalactic prisoners. It's a planet where at the, the equator, the gravity is three times that of Earth, and at the poles, it's like 11 times that of Earth. Right. With spikes, intermittent spikes all the way. It's not like a smooth gravity Surface. field. Shit's fucked. This planet must be shaped like a fucking, like a jelly bean or something. <laughs> For it to have such weird gravity. <clears throat> but <clears throat> they need to get to this planet because they need to meet up with Saya Wong. So, under the name Kurz Hawkwind, Gene goes undercover as a prisoner. Did you uh, keep track of all this stuff that he was sentenced for? It was a lot of shit. It was some fucked up shit. It was a lot of fucked up shit. <laughs> I remember. They were like, Kurz Hawkwin, sentenced for murder, rape, kidnapping, violent interaction. It was like violent assault and 17 other crimes. And I was like, listen, man, I get that you're like making a character here. But I don't even know. I don't know if I'd want to play a character that had multiple rapes attached yeah, to it. I would neck. deny the role. <laughs> I'm not taking this role. All right. All right. So um, who am I in this episode of Yo Gabba Gabba? And it's like, you play the the rapey Mick. <laughs> and you're like, sounds like Henry, but I, I don't I don't want to have all these rapes. Yeah. Can we downplay the, the whole I'm a vicious rapist aspect of the character? And they're like, like, absolutely not. Uh, that's critical. <laughs> it's critical that the children recognize that you're a gross smelly man who likes to rape <laughs> so Kurz Hawkwind enters the jail and he immediately gets into like a fight with one of the robots here this is dumb it's like dude don't fight with a robot I get it you gotta go to the jail you gotta go to the solitary um, so Gene gets thrown into solitary confinement. He, they put him in on the train cause they're like, you're a little troublemaker stink shit. And he gets sent to solitary confinement with the guy that he got into the prison fight with the guy being Saya Wong, the man he needs to connect with. They send them to the polls where apparently one day passes every 74 minutes Fuck that. I don't even know what that means in space. I was flabbergasted when I heard that. (laughs) Okay. All right. right. You know what? I I was like, fine. I I just watched Interstellar. I don't need this. (laughs) (laughs) I don't want to think about that. But then again, it's lawless. Like, it's literally. (laughs) I don't want to, like, 
go onto a planet, get off the planet, look at my watch, and think how much older I am. Like, and think, like, I just lost, like, a, a month of my life in the course of a week. Because, what? Like, what happened? <laughs> it's fascinating at the same time, though. It's like... But because of... I don't know if he's experiencing the time dilation. I, I feel like because of the gravity, he would be, though. Yeah, but the narrator warned us, dude, before this episode. He was like, like, you're about to encounter some fuck shit. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> um, so, but also because of the magnetic pulses from the planet, there's no communications that can get in or out. Um, Gwen gave Gene a custom compass before he comes in, though. He's like, hold on to this. This Gene's like, get me this thing. I'm going to need it while I'm inside. It's going to cost me like 10 grand or whatever. And it's like, this thing's going to cost you 10 grand? It's like a compass. And he's like, yeah, just do the fucking thing for me. Um, I thought it was interesting while they're in solitary confinement, Saya Wong points out to him, he's like, Gene, don't jump while you're here. Someone might not have told you that. (laughs) And I was like, oh, shit. There's no signs. It's just imagining like feeling your organs like hit your your diaphragm with 10 times the weight Ooh, i don't want to think about my intestines bouncing like that that's Uh, fatal potentially i don't think you could deal with it i think you faint from the pain maybe or the shock i'd be laying on my back i think my blood would pool in my back though you'd have to be rolling around oh my god fuck that fuck 10x gravity (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I not thought of that either You know It's like Oh you just feel heavier It's like No there's consequences <laughs> Your eyes would be like, Oh my god What if you couldn't Open your eyelids They're so heavy <laughs> I can't <laughs> I mean like You you see like People in the gravity machine They look old Cause their whole face Is like <laughs> The G force Is like pulling them down Yeah and they're all like So but yeah, it's fun. Um, the warden there is a vindictive man, the warden of Hecaton Kites. He's he exists in a little float tank. I thought that was kind of nifty. I always like when guy when villains are like next level gross, <laughs> like real scumbags. Yeah, like uh, like I, I got nothing. Like I don't know, <laughs> the flood. He looks like Harkonnen, like, like the Grave Mine. Like the grave mine. Yeah, just just fucking gross. You know? I like when I like when my villain, especially when my villain's like fat. I like when the villain's like a super overweight guy who like eats mac and cheese with his hands. Like, so you blah, like blah. so you basically like greed. Yeah, <laughs> like uh, uh, the gluttonous type. <laughs> yeah, I like you like the boomer from Left for Dead. <laughs> when I kill, when I see the villain of my series die, I like to see their body just filled with bullets. Like I like to see someone just who you. I want a villain who I love to hate. A lot of people want to love their villains. Everyone wants like a sexy. Oh, look at Thomas Hiddleston as Loki, and he's like, I'm such a cheeky troublemaker. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the trickster. No, 
Fuck that. I want a villain who's gross and weird. A guy who, like, walks into the room and, like, looks at a 12-year-old girl and licks his lips. And you're like, oh, <laughs> fuck, dude. What the hell? And he has a double chin. He, like, you bring him spaghetti and he takes the fork and knife, throws him across the room, and then just pours the plate on his face. Yeah, <laughs> like it's soup. <laughs> and, like, and then, like, when the waitress is, like even slightly disgusted by this horrific display of inhumanity he has her beheaded he has her beheaded in front of a loved one <laughs> why because he's a fucking scumbag because the people need to hate him because I'm a fucking piece of shit I didn't like her I'm fucking you think I'm disgusting I'll show you disgusting look at me fucking 12 year old ordering someone to be beheaded while he shits his pants I just want oh, like you know I want someone that when you kill them you play in their corpse you're like fuck this guy Fuck all of this guy. <laughs> That's where I'm at with my villains. And this prison warden, he's not quite there, but he's close. He's in his float tank. Everyone's experiencing like four or five times gravity. He's in a tank of like suspension jelly, just yeah. being a fat guy in it's a skin suit. <laughs> his fucking like pipe connected to his suit so he can just shit and piss in it. He's like, it's the future. It just sucks it out. Turns it into <laughs> Rice Krispie Squares. <laughs> I love them. Uh, you want to want? I love being prison warden because I can just, like, play Fortnite all day and I <laughs> shit right in this tube. And just masturbate. Just, I just, like, got Pornhub Premium. <laughs> Dude, I've been watching porn for four hours. <laughs> yeah. It's like 4 a.m. <laughs> that guy running a prison. And I say this because he opens the prisoner's day by, he's like, look at this. We got a guy trying to escape. <laughs> and he's like, no, everyone, wake up, wake up. I want you to see this. He's televising an escape attempt to the prisoners. This is a level of confidence. He's like, this guy got out. He made it out of the prison walls. Watch how this works out for him. He's like, this guy made it out of the prison, y'all. This guy escaped. Let's look at what happens. And he starts running. He starts running. And they're like, he's not going to. We all know it's going to happen. He hits the gravity well. He cannot run anymore. His feet start to sink into the sand. He's feeling himself get heavier by the second. The robots, the prison robots roll up on him, and they put the boots to this motherfucker. The warden's like, everyone watch. No one turn their head away from the screen. Watch as I beat this man. Watch as I play three dudes, one hammer on the fucking big screen. <laughs> and he just beats this man to death vindictively. And, uh, <laughs> I don't know. It's kind of it's, fucked up. It's maniacal because everybody knows, you know? He knows everybody knows. Yeah. He's he, just like, it's just, he's like, look, another one. <laughs> you know? Try to escape. I need entertainment. <laughs> Turn it on for the rest of the prisoners. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, I'm waiting for the next Overwatch patch, so <laughs> try to escape. <laughs> <laughs> He's a fucking, he's a shit bag, man. I know, a warden playing Overwatch. So, <laughs> so they're steaming in the sauna, I guess. Um, they're like, this place is a bloodless execution ground. I thought it was weird that these prisoners have like a sauna. Like, I was like, man, the Japanese, they can't even not have the elegance of a sauna and a bathhouse yeah. in a prison on Hecaton Kites. And it's like, we still got our 
Yeah, <laughs> like, we still <laughs> even in the year forty five thousand, dude. I'm still gonna take my shoes off before I enter. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's like seriously, yeah, forty thousand years. We still brush our teeth the same way. Still using chopsticks. <laughs> Not even like laser telekinetic chopsticks yeah, or like, like digital Bitcoin chopsticks or something. Like, will the McChicken change in forty thousand years? It's like no, <laughs> not at all. Turns out Pepsi nailed it. <laughs> <laughs> if it ain't broke, don't fix it, you know? You can drink a Coke in the year 2000. You can drink a Coke in the year 20,000. <laughs> Turns out Georgia nailed it. <laughs> On the money. <laughs> 40,000 years. Yo, the day we get to that point where it's like, you know, Jack Daniels, 40,000 years. <laughs> like a commercial. like Oh, dry aged. <laughs> yeah, like... Just eating pieces of the barrel. <laughs> Yellow tail. 40,000 years. Like, Jesus. Yeah. So um, they go into the uh, sauna, and Gene has this, like, moment where he's like, what are you guys, Saya's bitches? And I enjoy this, where Gene has this whole, like, spirited talk about how he's like, maybe you all have given up on life, but I want to get out of here. I want to taste the sunshine again. I'm going to run hand on hand on the beach with my daughter. I'm going to fucking get out of here, unlike you guys. And Saya's like, you've got too much fucking spirit. You're a piece of shit, dude. And I really enjoyed this because this is like an this lets you know this is one of those scenes where I'm like, Outlaw Star is an adult anime, man. This is not for kids. This is for grown ass men. Because the idea of a 20 year old coming into prison and looking at a bunch of people and being like, so you guys are oh, I've been in here like two days. Oh, you guys are just fucking giving up. You guys are just not fucking you giving up. You fuck old dog can't learn new tricks, huh? <laughs> and he's like, Sai's just like, of course everyone in here is constantly thinking about escape all the fucking time, you idiot. But unlike you, you little 20-year-old shit, we're not constantly needing validation by broadcasting every fucking thought that we have around us. He's like, you're talking about escape because you want us to see you as the kind of guy that wants to be to escape. It's like, just because we're not in here talking about all every, oh, oh, I want to escape. Oh, I got to get out of the fucking prison it's so bad. He's like, we all want to get the fuck out of here, you idiot. Yeah. Shut up. You're a kid. And I was <laughs> like, damn. Saya, you said word for word what I would have said in that scenario. Like, no one fucking wants to be in prison. You, you, you fucking... Is that you in prison? You stupid idiot. We don't want to be here. <laughs> if there's, like, some kid in prison, like, and he's like, oh, you're not even going to try to appeal your case? Oh, uh, like, did you... like? Did you even try getting a lawyer? Have you considered... Like, you know those people? You're, 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 you're like, fixing, like, a part of you, like, your bike or your car or something like that and they're like did you consider putting air in the tires maybe that's the problem and it's like no no i didn't fucking think of that ever um, you you are so fucking smart you know that <laughs> like, you're always thinking about the shit that no one around you is thinking about has anyone ever told you that no oh because you're a fucking idiot <laughs> and it was great it was so it was like the type of thing that I felt like no one under 24 
I think we'll get why Saya is so mad at Gene. Right? Like yeah. the only way you could say that, and for people not to get mad at you, is if you say it sarcastically. If you just say, you know, like, if you were sarcastic, it's a different story, Gene. But people are like this, dude. When you're a jaded little shit, you look at, like, every Starbucks employee, and you're like, these people don't have, like, hopes or dreams. <laughs> like, you look at the bag boy at Publix, and you're like, that's just... He goes home at night, and he thinks about being a bag boy at Publix. You think that type of shit when you're younger. You think people are, like, all robots and idiots. Oh, yeah, yeah. You feel like that's what they're, like... <laughs> Yeah. You're like, you're a public school teacher. I bet you go home and you think like public school teacher shit. Yeah. <laughs> like, I bet you went to college to be a cashier at Publix. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and it's like, you, never... how the, you know, that's how the world works. It's like, oh, you graduated high school. You don't know that. It's like, yeah. that guy's got like, I don't know. It's like that guy tried to be a UFC fighter and he failed, but he tried. <laughs> he got some cage fights in. Or it's like that guy wrote a symphony and then realized it was bad and threw it away, but he wrote it, you know? And it's like, it was that moment for me with Gene. Because Gene's constantly doing this with everyone throughout the series. Like, he, he's constantly acting like everyone around him is thinking small. And he's the only one thinking big. Like, he's the only one that's got, like, ideas and stuff. Mm -hmm. Whenever he's got to make money, it's always like, hey, what if we do this? And he's like, you, you guys aren't trying to think big. <laughs> and this yeah, was... Yeah, he's like... Uh... <sighs> And this was a nice moment to have an adult be put his finger on Gene's chest and be like, you think the same basic shit that every 20-year-old who wants to conquer the world thinks. And, and the fact that you think that we're all idiots locked in here with you, you're fucking retarded, dude. And I really enjoyed that. Yeah. I, I was like... This a slap of reality. Yeah. It's like everyone out there is caught up in some shit. But you it's don't like, get. of course, you asshole. Of course. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> we didn't oh, choose to be here. Like, <laughs> you know? It's like, oh, you go to, you're just like going to like community college. You're giving up. If I up. was like that guy, I would have been like, what the fuck is prison, Gene? <laughs> what is prison, Gene, to you? This isn't school. It isn't like you go to school and you're like, let's get out of here, guys. Let's get out of school. It's like, yeah, we could do that. But we can't do that here, you fuck. Yeah, it's like, I feel this way about everyone for everything. Whenever people are like, like, have you ever had a friend come back from like a trip to Switzerland? And they're like, I don't get why everyone doesn't just do this. And you're like, are you fucking, I'm about to fucking slap your teeth out of your mouth. You don't get why people don't all take like $4,000 trips to Switzerland. Like, it's like, I just got it. It's like, no, of course not. I'm a, have you ever met someone who's like, I'm addicted to travel. <laughs> yeah. I'm addicted and it's like that's such a like every girl is kind of like that too. it's such a like in the last like five ten years bullshit thing to say or it's like I'm addicted to travel it's like you like Instagramming like no that's what I see in their bio you know yeah like they put the plane emoji <laughs> <laughs> yeah and the, and the globe emoji I just don't get how people don't summer in Milan am I right <laughs> <laughs> It's like, you fucking hear you aristocrat. Fucking you're hear a fucking your aristocrat. <laughs> like, oh, I can't wait for for us to eat. The, <laughs> like, I can't wait until the poor devour. Yeah, like. Meanwhile, mm. another broke guy is like buying a hot dog that he like panhandled for, and he's like, why doesn't everybody just? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
just panhandle for hot dogs. I don't get why you got a bag of Doritos and a steel reserve. I don't get how you're having a bad time. (laughs) But yeah, get some fucking perspective. So they get into a fight. They get sent to the cooler. Uh, While they are... Well, they get into a fight, and while they're fighting, it's all weird. They have, like, cubbies <laughs> in this prison, and during the fight— It's pretty luxurious. I thought—so, I was like, this is a nice prison, though. Like, it's an all right prison. Like, I was like, the Japanese are so nice. Like, I think if about If I were Ameri- to give a Yelp review for this prison, it would be, like, three stars, maybe. <laughs> I think of a South American prison. I think of a North American prison— Especially in a lawless future, <laughs> America, we would just be vaporizing people. We would be yeah, like, we just have an incinerator. Like, you salt charge? Are you fucking serious? <laughs> like the idea that it's like, oh, you got a cubby and you've got like a hot sauna with like steam rocks and stuff, and you You're, get to be with other people. It's like this is an environment where you can both be beaten to death and you got a sauna. <laughs> like, well, let a robot kick you to death. But we're not going <laughs> to. We're I, not going to take away the sauna, though. <laughs> like, we're not going to not crack an egg over your fucking rice, dude. Like, we're not animals. <laughs> like, we have, we have culture. <laughs> so fucking weird. We all like bathhouses here, right? But they knock over their cubbies, and while the fight's going on, Gene steals his um, compass. Saya steals his fucking little hacky device. It looks like a dildo. <laughs> it looks like a Hitachi wand base. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, um, Saya hacks the train with a piece of gear, and they manage to make it run off the tracks, they're, they're running from the robots, and Saya's like, what's your fucking plan? And Gene's like, check this shit out. Magnets. And ICP starts playing. <laughs> um, <laughs> this is a bad joke. I'm sorry. It's a crazy joke. Fucking <laughs> miracle, joke. miracles by ICP starts playing. <laughs> uh, Gene snaps the magnet in half, and um, he throws the South Pole on the ground causing the other part of the magnet to repel and he holds on to the and it, it shoots him into the sky it shoots him in saya i thought this i was like this is super fun that's a very fun escape yeah i didn't see it coming and it could only work in that kind of pre- like in yeah. that situation like it won't you know it was clever in a way that i hadn't thought like of. in a in a plot point of view like it's a clever it's a clever yeah plot. And um, he gets shot up into the upper atmosphere where the outlaw star scoops him up. Gene's like, I bet the warden's fucking crying. I can't wait to see his fucking face. And Saya's like, I don't care if he's crying. I don't care if he fucking hung himself. I don't want to ever see his face. I don't care. (laughs) Also, he probably doesn't even know. Also very mature reaction where Gene's like, that fucking warden, we really beat his ass. And Saya's like, get me away from this prison planet. Like, yeah, I want nothing to do with out. any of this. Yeah, yeah. Like, well, it's I, like it's like getting in the getaway vehicle and going, yeah, we robbed the bank. <laughs> and the police are like right there, you know. And it's like drive, drive the car, like put start the car. Fuck. Yeah. Um. And so they get out of there, and Gwen Khan brings Malfina 
back online. He says to her, breakfast is signaled with a silver spoon. <laughs> and Valfina turns back into being a woman. <laughs> she starts clipping coupons and crying. <laughs> She's just like, <laughs> half price on Tide. <laughs> we get a lovely shot of some naked back. Ooh, that naked back, bro. Mm. All right. And um, (laughs) they ask him, they're like, what is the password to decode the archaeology information that we got from the dragon planet to find the location of the galactic ley line, Saya Wong? And he's like, the password's Miranda, name of my daughter. (laughs) And they're like, hell yeah. They put the password in and they're like, thank you, Saya Wong. And he's like, forget my name. I hope to never meet another outlaw the rest of my life. <laughs> he fucks off. And I, I'm like, dude, Saya, you're like, you are my spirit animal, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Just, Reality. <laughs> I got broken out of prison by these wackadoo weirdos. I get on the ship. I see a samurai, a cat woman, a child, a naked woman in a tank of blue goo. The computer is talking to me. And you are trying to be my, you are a kid clearly in need of a dad. And I am not that man. You've already pissed me off as as far as our interactions have gone. And he says, it's like, if you get off, if you are feeling one X gravity for the first time in years, it's like, like, you know what I'm going to go do? Fucking play some Fortnite. (laughs) I'm going to lay down, eat a Hot Pocket. And be gross for the rest of my life. I'm a relax. <laughs> oh my god. I'm not, I'm not playing Fortnite. I'm playing Dead Cells. <laughs> yeah. I would be for the rest of your life. If I could, I'd play Dead Cells till I died. Um, but play Daisy, bro. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. So he when he says, "I hope I never see another outlaw for as long as I live," I'm like, "Hell yeah, bro! Get out." These are bad people. These are bad people that are bad to be not around. Bad. They're just retarded. You know, <laughs> they're just not. You know. All right, we're coming up. Jesus Christ, this is a long episode. We are coming up towards the. Uh, <laughs> Hot Spring Planet Tenray. This is my, this is not for the reasons you think, but this is like my favorite episode, I think. This, this episode. This episode like explains a lot, you know? This episode, I believe, I'm not saying this is a fact, but I'm stating it from memory. I believe this episode was not aired in the original run. Like on TV? Yeah. I believe in the original Outlaw Star run. I, that's I what think I thought. They cut make, out, that would make sense. That would I make think sense. they cut out this episode, and I think they cut out another episode, but I'm not sure which one. You know what's a dumb question? Hmm. Why? <laughs> well, they There's can't. There's like straight up tits like all like you know you ass. see you see ass. Asia completely naked. You, you see you see Suzuka too. And, yeah, and but you see Asia's front. You see, oh, yeah. You see oh, yeah. Asia's, like, practically see her pussy lips. Dude, I think I saw more, dude. <laughs> I think I, 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 like, I saw we're, butthole We're suspecting that. on this, like, an old Super Nintendo <laughs> game. Like, did you see Peach's tits in Super <laughs> Mario 2? And it's like, y- y- yeah, yeah. And her, I saw her butthole. <laughs> uh, did, yeah. you, did you see that? It's like a code. You got to, like, put in a code. It's like. In the main menu. <laughs> it's. I, I don't know the code. My my older brother put it in, and he won't tell me. 
<laughs> Dude, that is such elementary school bullshit. <laughs> That's like your sound. I think I saw like Suzuka's pussy, bro. <laughs> I think I saw her butthole, dude. Dude, I think I saw. I think I saw her grab her cheeks and spread them, bro. Like, <laughs> no, but I I could have sworn I saw more people. I, I think I no. That's what I saw. The fucking the fucking uh, the you lizard, saw the, the lizard, lizard the li- you saw the lizard naked, ass the naked lizard like that dude. That was some plump fucking. Yo. that was some body, dude. Yo, I was looking for my fucking snorkel because I was about to dive in. Oh, <laughs> lizard was a baddie, dude. <laughs> <laughs> and she was like in lava. No, Asia was in lava. Asia was Asia was like in dude. Like, Asia's big, down. Yeah. Asia's a down bitch. I bet if you walked up to Asia, I don't know how Kataro Kataro culture works, but it seemed like if you walked up to Asia and you were like, yo, girl, you trying to like get down right here, right now. She would look left, look right, and be like, are you up for it, boy? <laughs> yeah, this, especially in this, uh, we're about to get into it. but like, So you know. we come to the hot spring planet Tenrei. I'm like, Jesus Christ, the Japanese love their fucking springs. Dude, have you tried it? Have I tried a Japanese hot spring? Yeah. Only in Minnesota. <laughs> <laughs> but like, I've only had Japanese hot springs in uh, West you, Virginia. They um, have Russian hot springs in New York. <laughs> what? <laughs> in Brooklyn. Yeah, 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 yes. Um, it's Russian hot spring, and it's yes, like yes, yes. Net, net. <laughs> you, you don't pay. <laughs> you just go in. <laughs> it's like, what is the menu though? It's like, so they explained that um, this was a planet that was settled basically by wizards. <laughs> I don't know why wizards would... Actually, did, did they explain that? Why Space wizards? wizards settled the planet and then realized that it would make a great vacation place. That's why. I remember it was like a silly reason. I was One like, of the such wiz- a silly reason. Like, I don't know. Neota took control of the planet and she was like this planet would be a great vacation spot i bet we could make a lot of money and i know that you guys like magic but i'm about that money and so they get there jeans like yeah i heard this fucking i heard something about wearing a speedo and a flower shirt was gonna help me get caster shells <laughs> yeah because like because that's the one thing in the whole show that was like an ongoing thing where it's like hey do you have caster shells like jim go get me by the way like while you're out doing that thing go get me some caster shells yeah like and jim fred is like, would be I can't like fucking do that these are antiques fred Lowe is literally like like oh. hey these were hard to find every time fred gives him caster shells he's like gene these i i can't even have them no um he, he he literally like asked for them when suzuka attacked he's like do you have caster shells he's like those are antiques we don't carry those and we're, they're literally in an armory yeah they're literally like in fred Lowe's army and he's like we don't those are antiques we don't get we don't buy those those aren't practical to own pretty much because they're like one they're rare or whatever so. yeah and so um <clears throat> so they're all like well i guess we'll have to f- look around on this hot spring planet to figure out what's going on so they all get in their you know their their garb, their hot spring planet vacation bikini garb, and Jesus Christ! I'm telling you, it's worth. It's good. It's this, great. the outlaw crew is stacked. Like yeah. Jim is the only one that ain't fucking in this crew. The these this is these are all this is basically a line of supermodels. This is crazy. It's insane. <laughs> it's crazy. It's absolutely insane that these people are all hanging out together, not just in a big old fuck pile on the ship. 
Yeah. They're too beautiful not to be doing that. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just, okay. This is the episode where you realize that if you were Gene and you were locked in a ship with, it's because he's locked in a ship with Suzuka, Malfina, and Asia. Like, if he was in a ship with any one of them, he'd have gotten them pregnant already. It's is, only, is it all because of Jim? It's just cock-blocking <laughs> him all the time? It, it is only because of the combined forces of being around like if, all of them. Like what, Gene is paralyzed by choice. <laughs> I don't know, man. I, but yeah. we see the uh, wind blow up Asia's skirt. <laughs> And Asia has the buns, bro. These are some, or not Asia, Suzuka. This is like the most finely crafted Japanese ass I think I've seen on any anime drawn before 93. Like, really, dude? After what you watched? Okay, this is like for not porn. Okay. For, you, you, taught, you do that a lot. Okay. <laughs> this isn't Yukina's back in Cabinary, all right? But... For a set of buns in a non-porno anime, I was like, someone took their time. Someone really spent... Yeah, you remember that when you were a child. No, I didn't see this scene. Oh, yeah, yeah. This didn't happen as a kid. This was a fresh take for me. So you saw this for the first time, like, recently? Yeah. Okay. When, what was your reaction when you like when that episode? Like, <laughs> like you, this is the horniest episode of anything I've ever you're seen. You're like, were you like, no wonder why I didn't see this on television? Oh, I would have been shooting loads, bro. Right? Like, I could handle. <laughs> I didn't even have loads that that young, right? Uh, no, like, I was nine when you years were that old. Young. Yeah, you I would have had to have found loads to shoot. <laughs> you would have had to have someone teach you. Uh, my mom would have caught me mixing Elmer's glue with water, and she's like, "What are you doing?" And I'm like, "Well, I couldn't shoot any loads, so I thought, yeah, I, look, look at the screen, mom." So, mom I'm trying to make some mix some Elmer glue with water so I can try to approximate the cummies that I that I need to be having right now. <laughs> Mom, I need cummies. At nine, no. At nine, it's way too early at nine. Cummies were were a flag perched atop a distant mountain. <laughs> no, at nine, was nine. <laughs> By law, now cummies reside purely in the rearview mirror for me. <laughs> Your Honor. <laughs> Your Honor. <laughs> this is court in the future. <laughs> Explain your cummies. <laughs> so they go to uh, oh Vega from Street Fighter is there. <laughs> Wait, what? Vega from Street. No, Fighter. yeah, he's what? He he's there. What? Vega from Street Fighter. He's in this episode. I don't fucking remember that. What? Oh, my God. You he don't... makes a cameo in this? Yes, dude. <laughs> you don't remember this guy showing up in the episode? Oh, my God. He did. <laughs> I don't know why that flew past me. Yeah, dude. It fucking... <laughs> why? I was, he's a they member of the Anton Seven, apparently, but he's like a joke goof member. No one takes, no one's taking him seriously. Ooh. His his name, they actually drop his name in a later episode. Um, it is, I don't know. I, who cares? Um, <laughs> Jim encounters a bunch of pedophiles because... He meets a crowd of women that are like, ooh, ooh, an 11-year-old boy. Ooh, ooh, let me, let me see that little 
acorn dick. <laughs> Let me see that little tiny little dick you got, boy. And Jim's just like, get me. Why are women in the future always trying to fuck me? Do you ever feel like adult women are more attracted to little boys? I think that's an anime thing. The idea of like a 19 or 20 year old woman I see it who's a lot like super anime. horny for like a child. Yeah. Yeah, they're like, let's go. Like, they'll be more like inclined to like go, you know, bathe together. Rather with than the adult guy in the house, and they think right? it's like cute. That, but they're that like, oh, look Japanese at your little thing, boner. Isn't that is that... such a Japanese thing to do. You, do you when think you were little? Keen? When you were little, did your mom like bathe you and shit? Like, like not until I was like eleven. And did she you never? Like, but did you ever like you know like not bathe each other, but like you know like you guys <laughs> run in the bath like you know. I don't know. My knowledge of Japanese things, it's always the mom being like, "Oh, you got a little boner. What if mommy helped you clean that?" <laughs> and then it turns into yeah, because kids have schmegma. <laughs> Mom, get my schmegma. Look, they, <laughs> Mom. they only get boners very so often, so they get schmegma. What? I, I remember this from my childhood. You had schmegma as a child? I had hella schmegma. <laughs> Holy shit, dude. Because I didn't clean it. You did like, what? Because, like, I, I wouldn't get boners as a kid. Dude, I was getting boners left and right. Like, <laughs> I couldn't stop. I, they gave me pills to stop them. I don't know, dude. I remember having hella schmegma as a kid, like five or six or whatever, seven. I was taking dick softening. <laughs> and then, like, when, yeah. When I started bathing myself, obviously, I never seen schmegma again. <laughs> Meglo, goodbye. Fucking, I waved goodbye to schmegma. <laughs> No more scooping this out with a spoon for me. <laughs> it hurt too. I remember it hurting, like to like peel off schmegma, because it sticks to your skin. You don't have schmegma. I've never. Are you circumcised? Yes. How do you not have schmegma? I don't know. I was circumcised. Never was a problem. You never had like weird shit on your dick when I you was were always little? misting my dick with a little squirt bottle. So maybe, <laughs> maybe that helped. <laughs> So okay. <laughs> so Jean meets Archmanoff, one the twelve-headed priest. He's one of the last wizards who used to reside on Tenre before it became the hot spring planet. Um, he explains to Jean, he's like, there are twenty types of caster shells. The four, the nine, and the thirteen are the rarest. They're made of the remaining mana of the planet. So apparently. Tenre was a magical plant that was magical before wizards got there. And when they got there, they were like, this planet's hella magical. And you can use some of the remaining magic of Tenre to craft a, ha a caster shell. So I guess yeah. you like find a, like a ruby or something, and it's like, this ruby's magical. Yeah, <laughs> like a lightsaber or something. Yeah. Like you find a kyber crystal, and you put it in the fucking thing. And, yeah. and the reason Mace Windu's lightsaber is the non-traditional purple is actually yes, his yes. kyber crystal is harvested from the Omicron yes. system. Count Dooku's hilt is different from the other Jedi. Uh, See, no. the thing is about Mandalorian armor <laughs> is it rejects the standard issue lightsaber fair. <laughs> um, so... <laughs> Uh, yeah, I I want to kill the person I'm pretending to be. They're real. <laughs> the real. They're real, dude. The real me. So, um, Arkmanoff is explaining that Neotai is uh, Neota. I'm sorry, Neotai. Jesus Christ, Neotai 
is the um, wizardess, the, 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 the head priestess woman who took control of the planet, turned it into this hot spring place. She's also very sexy. So if you can get this camera, if you can, like, I've been trying to get her OnlyFans <laughs> for forever, but she blocked me. She knows, she, well, for- I, I got a folder of her nudes once, and I posted it on 4chan, and <laughs> she knows it was me, so she's blocked me. She's blocked all my alt accounts. <laughs> so I need you. <laughs> I need you to take this video camera and and get some video footage of her that I can put on motherless.com so that I can get back at her. And so Jean's like, listen, bro, if this is criminal sexual dalliances, I'm always on board. <laughs> like, if you got any women that you need to finger while they're asleep while we're at it, I'll do that. Through, I'll throw that in as a little aperitif onto the offer. I won't do it. <laughs> be like no (laughs) then we get all these um we get a dramatic music sting when vega keeps falling off of a cliff he keeps failing to catch gene he's trying to assassinate gene but he gets he's get caught up in mr bean hijinks i was so confused by that i was like i remember thinking like why is that character in this universe like and then it dawned on me that it's like not not that and so we cut to the springs, Asia, totally naked, standing in the hot spring, being like, this isn't hot at all. Jim, in his hot spring, filled with boars, <laughs> apparently hanging yeah. with the boars. I, I, like, dropped my jaw at this moment. I was like, I was full e-break popped. <laughs> I was like, hot, hot dog. <laughs> Whiplash. I don't care if the fur runs up to the nipples in Kataro Kataro's. I was like, I don't, I don't care. I don't care. This is like pinnacle of like furry, you know. I shot blood out my nose and my head like kicked back. And I like shot across the room as like lines moved really yeah. fast behind me. What is with that in anime? Like the nose bleeding? <laughs> what else do you do when you see a hot set of Kataro Kataro C cups in front of you? I can touch them. Right? <laughs> Jiggling. Right. With permission, of course. With, with, with her permission. <laughs> You're not a McDougal. You don't just you gra- get permission. You don't just grab stuff, okay? <laughs> not even in this universe. Not even 40,000 years later. Oh, man. That's... But did, did, wait. Did we get to the part where like Gene's falling down the mountain? Yeah. So Vega is trying to attack Gene. Gene keeps trying to get up this mountain. Hijinks are ensuing. Gene falls into a bath filled with sexy lizard women. Once again, struggling to not blow loads. <laughs> like, I'm putting a little cork in my dick at this point. I was like, damn, dude. <laughs> like, a body. Dog. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> If your friend fucked a, a Saurian, like if your friend fucked a lizard woman, <laughs> like, and he's like, but her. but her body, bro, like, <laughs> and you're like, dude, she's got a cloaca. Like, come on. How, like, it's like a bird shaft up there. <laughs> but that body's all, bro. Bro. It's bro, tight, bro. bro it's tight. Like a Those t- Asarians are down for anything, bro. <laughs> oh. Yo, 68 million years of t- of the finest pussy. <laughs> Yo, fuck Selena Gomez, dog. Asarians, dog. <laughs> so, Gene sees everyone's titties um 
he <laughs> he manages to make it to the to the girls. Um, he's like Ert. She's like, my name's Ert, and I'm the Nyota's like disciple or whatever. And he's like, Ert, I need to see them titties. I got it. And she's like, I'll um, let me play you in ping pong, and then I'll tell you about if you're gonna see these titties or not. And it's like ping pong for titties, a common. It's a common trade. It's a tra- t- tale as old as time. And so he's he loses to her, but she says, I'm going to cam girl for you anyway. Because, you know what? <laughs> Who cares? Yeah. That, Who cares? I was kind of, I was expecting this episode for, like, Gene to do some real creepy shit. Mm-hmm. Like, try to stick the camera in a toilet or something, you know? Something, you know, I was like, how is this, how is he going to be sneaky about this? And it's like, oh, he doesn't have to be. He could just do it. She <laughs> wants it. She wants it. She's into it. It would be, it is cool when you meet a girl who's like, I want to be a cam girl. And it's like, that's kind of cool, I guess. It's like, did the other guys just come out, ever come in here and ask? <laughs> ever? It, it would be weird if you're on a planet where it's like, we all just eat each other out. These guys over <laughs> here, are your friends are dying of age just to, like, you know, like, and, and they're just wishing to see see you in this fashion, right? But, but it is that lesbian energy feel, though. You know, when you're like, you'll be in a room full of, like, actors, like theater kids, and they're yeah, all naked, yeah. and you're like, whoa, there's like 12 naked girls in this room, and they're like, yeah, we're all lesbians, we all eat each other out, and we think you're gross. And you're like, oh. <laughs> you know? You're just like, okay. No, oh, no one in here likes me. <laughs> you're like, Everyone can be naked around me because no one in here likes me. <laughs> you have to be gay to, to <laughs> join them. <laughs> to, to be straight. To join forces. To be straight, you gotta be gay for <laughs> It's the only for way. A <laughs> it's a, it's it's like learning to play the bass so you can get better at playing drums. <laughs> <laughs> to become straighter, you need to be a little <laughs> you, you must learn okay. from the enemy. <laughs> what are you, the Sith? What? <laughs> We must take a bit of the darkness into ourselves in order to see the light. <laughs> you learn strange abilities of the dark side. Your dalliances with the dark side of the force shall not go unpunished. Have I ever told you the story of Darth Plagueis the Wise? <laughs> they say he could use the power of midichlorians to influence boners. <laughs> so... um. So Gene comes back. He's like, here's your fucking cam girl shit. Here's your OnlyFans rip that I put on megaupload.com. And he's like, get it quick. I can't leave, this, it. I can't leave this folder up all day. So here's your Jennifer Lawrence nudes. And Ert, or off is like, hell yeah, dude. Fuck yeah. They're so weird. They're like, let's They're like, let's watch go in this room this, together and watch this. Let's shit. watch this porn together, bros. That is a move that I've never been able to take. I've watched porn in a room with dudes before, but never in a lustful way. Never like, get out of my way. I'm trying to get a peek. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, like stepping over each other's shit just to, you know, put the disc in. Like you everyone know? just wrist deep below the belt just like <laughs> I've, I've, ne- I've never I've seen that shit like my friend used to be a gay stripper 
<laughs> okay, wait. No, my friend was a straight man that worked at a gay strip club, and I had to pick him up once. And when I went in to get him, I walked into a room, and it was a pool table, and behind that pool table was like a 50-inch television screen playing gay porn. There was six dudes in that room all just jerking off, just standing there. And I was like, first off, I have trouble coming while I'm standing. <laughs> but I'm definitely a seated... Is that a cyclist thing? What is that? I... <laughs> no, that's been forever. I always felt like sitting on the seat would fuck up my kids. Really? Yeah. No, ideally, if I'm coming, I'm coming in like a dentist chair, like or you know, <laughs> spread eagle. No, like, like I'm in like a barber shop, and he's tr- like if I like imagine what, if you, are will, you I'm shooting. In a, like... I'm in a barber shop, and he's trimming my neck. <laughs> that's a, that's that's where I like to be when I'm, when I'm blowing, when I'm blasting off. But I remember seeing six dudes and like they were standing and jerking off. And I was like, wouldn't it be easier just to do those acts on the screen in person with all of each other? I don't think you can fuck in a gay club. Oh, you can't. I'm, you know, I'm positive you can. I don't think anyone would be like, hey, this was cool. We were all just jerking off. But now that you're like actually doing it, this isn't cool. Like, but like they're I out with their dicks out, though. I don't know how it works in a gay club. That's, that, wait, so they can't fuck? They could, I'm sure they can, dude. I'm but they could jack. But they could jack off together? This is what gets me is I was like, in a club where it is horny men seeking horny men, I was like, I can't. That is a dangerous equation well, to me. Take this for, like, they're all horse men or dogs because a strip club is horny men seeking women who want money they want your money you want their attention and that's the same case in a regular club when you are in a building with horny men seeking horny men it's dtf it is everyone is dtf it's a it's like, whirlwind it is yeah. <laughs> like and so when i walked into a room and it was a bunch of dudes jerking off to a big the the largest screen I have ever seen playing pornography, you know? I, I was like, I'm in the wrong for being here. I'm in the wrong dude, for ha- not being they, down. Dude, they had to have been on poppers or, like, something, dude. Like, I don't know, man. But <laughs> back to this. So Gene is getting ready to just – he's in there with Ark and um, Ort – Ortoff? Yeah, Ark and Ortoff. And Gene's like, I guess we're all jerking off together, dude. Because I don't know if you knew this from episode two, but there's no rules in the future, dude. We can both rub dicks. We can both fuck her. <laughs> it's the future, dude. There's no rules. But yeah, so in the future, it's apparently totally normal to jerk off in a room with two wizards that you met earlier that afternoon. Um, they give Gene the caster shells, but the tape is a bomb. And I, this was a little bit like, okay, I get it. We're all having fun here. We're all having yucks. We're all ha, ha, ha. But you can't have Harry McDougal take a shot two episodes ago and Ron McDougal is like pulling his hair out. Like, well, look at my fucking brother. And then also have an episode where Gene is in a mountain that explodes. <laughs> a mountain explodes becomes a crater <laughs> like no hazanko could not survive this this is like the absurdity part that comes in right yeah absolutely um they there's no way in hell that anyone 
There's no way people. <laughs> this is like a, a looney, thousand feet away a, from this explosion. This is survive. such a Looney Tunes ass like episode, <laughs> because at the end of it, they're like, "That was so worth it." Ooh, you get to see think. Asia in a pool of lava. Holy shit! Yeah. I'm in love. And then she's like, "Oh, Gene, you came here to look at me naked. Do it right here." Yeah. Gene's like, I'm burning. This is lava. This is actually lava. Holy shit, I'm getting the fuck He was out. like on top of something. I forgot. He was like slow. He like accidentally <laughs> fell in there. Shit. Because he was running away from that assassin but, dude. But Asia was definitely like, are you are you a bad enough dude to, to even try He's this like, pussy? He's like, I didn't think you're a man enough to be into a Katarl Katarl. Something like that. It's she was like, it, it, whatever she said. It was the hottest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> <laughs> Did you nut to that? Several like, times. Oh I God. printed a picture out and then coded it and then hung it on the wall. <laughs> and then when my girlfriend came home, I pointed at it and I said, I pointed at it and I said, I want a divorce. <laughs> and now I have an Asia clan clan body pillow <laughs> that I spend the nights with. As I sleep under a bridge, <laughs> unemployed. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's the that's, that's the life. That's the one right there. <laughs> so as they're flying off, Gene's like, "Guys, that was a lot of work for us to get some caster shells. That was really, but you know what? We got to see Asia's titties. We got to see Suzuka's ass. We got to see Jim almost get accosted by pedophiles again." We had fun. We all had fun. We all got horny. No one came because this is etchy. <laughs> this edgy? Etchy. E-C-C-H-I. Like edging? Is that what it means in Japanese? No. What What are you talking etchy. about? Etchy. Etchy. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> etchy. Or whatever etchy. you were going to say. This is etchy. This is the etchy episode. And I'm in it. <sighs> You know, you uh, Faye Valentine can have her cleavage all she wants. This is my this is a ama- this is classy. And so, um, as they're leaving though, Ert is fa- seeing them fly off, and she's like, you know, I think this galaxy might be due for another catastrophe, which is sad to think about. But feeling that dragon's cosmic breath, I feel it's on the horizon. It's coming. I can taste it. <laughs> Gotta manipulate this. All right. Now, all right, where are we at for time? Ooh, three hours. <laughs> Jesus Christ. This is a four-hour episode, dude. This is going, all right. Because now, now we're at the most important part of the show. We, all right, listeners. Now we're listeners, at, like, the pinnacle of the, we're at the climax. At three hours and seven <laughs> minutes and 46 seconds, I would like to say everything we've said before this point doesn't matter. <laughs> all of it did not matter at all. This whole. Yeah, was, we're just building up. We're just building up, you know? That was exposition. This is now we're entering <laughs> the rising uh, of, of Skywalker. <laughs> yeah. No, episode, all right, episode 23, 24, 25, or 24, 25, 26 of Outlaw Star. This is a roller coaster ride this is a buckle up start writing shit down because we will not explain things for you the pace is only going to get faster than you thought there will be single sentences that will hint at entire lifetimes of activity yeah this you know the part in the rap god song where he's like this is the part this is the part where, <laughs> you know 
So it opens with cutting the galactic ley line. <laughs> Fred Lowe, Suzuka, <laughs> Asia Clan Clan, Jim, Malfina, Gene. I thought it was interesting. It started. It's kind of running down all of the actors that matter. It's like yeah. Huz- I was like, oh shit, are they all gonna die this episode? You know, Hazanko, McDougal, Gwen Khan. The Space Pirates, the Outlaws, the the Space Force, all and it's just like all collide or exist, <laughs> coexist within each other. And, you know, I thought it was interesting that this is the point where the show conveys that Fred Lowe is the Outlaw Star's like point man on the ground, and I was like, I guess he is a member of the crew. Like at this point, they say like Fred Lowe is a de facto member of the Outlaw Star. I was like, our our boy getting his ups. Finally getting his dues. If it wasn't for Fred, they wouldn't be where they're at. <laughs> They'd be fucking eating beans out of a can. They wouldn't have the G- XGP. No, Gene would have the XGP, but he'd be like living in it in the way that you like live in your car parked in front of a Panera. <laughs> like, like Gene would be in space eating cans of beans trying to figure out what he can sell so that he can come to port. But he's like, Jim, we don't have enough to even, like, dock the ship. And they're like, I don't even know what we're going to do. We're going to have to make, like, OnlyFans accounts or something. <laughs> but um, <laughs> the Outlaw Star, the Shangri-La, the Geomancer. <laughs> Write that down. You don't know what the Geomancer is, but it will become important in about 40 minutes. <laughs> so... Maybe what resides at the galactic ley line isn't what you think. Maybe what you think it is is only what you want it to be. Oh, so that's what it... <laughs> like, I, I was like, what? He goes on like such a spiel here. He's like, perhaps it's what you want. Perhaps it's what you've always desired. Maybe what you think it is is only the thing that you wanted it to be. And I was like, okay, so that's what the galactic ley line is? It's everything I've ever thought that I wanted it to be? <laughs> but... We'll get to it. I mean, <laughs> it makes sense in the end. So Gene explains to the crew, he's like, so apparently because these caster shells are made with the last of magic, if I use these, they'll kill me. They're going to need some magic. Oh, yeah. Every time he uses one, it takes like a life, his life force away. He's like, these were meant to be used by wizards. I'm not a wizard. So in lieu of magical energy, they're going to take my life energy. Yeah, especially when you use it like rapid, like if you use it, consistently over and over again yeah when i was a kid i interpreted this as each caster shell like takes like 30 years off his life yeah they don't say that but i interpreted it as that like i was like oh shit so each of those shells is like 20 or 30 years of your life gone i interpreted it as like you know part of your soul goes away or some shit or part of your soul dies that's or some way shit. less intimidating than <laughs> no like eventually die if you fucking you know yeah but if, I, if you're like nick you're gonna die at 110 but you're what gonna do you mean? You, you lose thought, parts of your soul what, along you thought the he way was gonna age is that what you thought you no thought i like, thought it was gonna be like death note like each time he fires a caster shell it's like cutting your life in half oh I mean, like in I, in essence, I took it as that. I guess, like your soul, your soul being taken. Yeah, I didn't think he was gonna just start like Benjamin buttoning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So he explains to the crew, he's like, "I got these caster shells, but like these are expensive. I don't want to fucking use these." Harry is now a part of the Shangri-La, 
and he he seems to like it. <laughs> I wouldn't enjoy being built into a battleship. I'd be like, this is bullshit. My dick don't work anymore. Like, I... I, I'm not happy that I just got blown away with ancient magic. Like, I actually have a lot I want to contemplate right now. But Harry's, he's a chipper one. He's like, nah, I'm the ship's computer now. This is dank. It's <laughs> like a new job. You know, I used to work at Subway. Now I work at Quizzes. He has other ways to make love now. <laughs> um, we get some Pagua Sanfas as these Hazankos like, monks, how goes the reactor? <laughs> it's pretty great. Um, now, this is this is some of the parts where the dialogue is is fuck off intimidating. It is like, hey, you, we're not going to fill in the blanks for you. You need to think on your feet. You need to be filling out this world with your head. You're playing Dungeons and Dragons right now. Because Hazanko is like, someone comes up to him and they're like, Hazanko, what are you doing? Nothing. Heed not what my actions are. And he's like, Hazanko, do you dare go against the Tendo King? And then Hazanko's like, once I'm done claiming the power of the ley line, the Tendo King shall pale. In fact, I will destroy the very Tenpa Emperor himself. And you're like, the Tendo King, the Tenpa Emperor? Who is this man? Who? What? And then Hazanko destroys this man. And you're just like, what is happening? <laughs> I, I was like, what did he just do? What and why? Who how are those does monks? this affect? How does this affect everybody else? <laughs> and so the remaining Anton Seven, I'll jump in. The four of the remaining Anton Seven are back. Minus Hanmio, Leilong, and Aragat Araga. <laughs> Two of them have been killed and Leilong is fucked off. The remaining four are there now and they're like, haha, we're loyal to Hazanko. And you're like, what is that? I didn't know that Hazanko was in a mutiny. I didn't know that this was all a conspiracy to overthrow whoever the Tendo King is. And I don't know yeah. why the Tendo King works under the Tenpa Emperor. But if Hazanko is this magical, holy shit. These are some power. These are some godlike figures. No, yeah, he we'll get to it. Like he And so they start to approach what is essentially the Bermuda Triangle of space. They're like no signals can get through this black sphere or whatever. Gene, this is what's crazy, is Suzuka is like, I've been here before, and they're like, really? And she's like, yes, yeah, so blah, 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 Hazanko and the Anton Seven will be coming here, most likely. And Gene's like, ah, oh, the Anton Seven, is that who's been pursuing us? And you're like, Gene is just learning who the Anton Seven are now? Yeah, even though he interacted with them in the first episode. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Very it, first episode. It's like, what? He... He never asked why these people were shooting at him. Like he's been under attack for all this time, and he's never even questioned. He's like, <laughs> I I was blown away by this. I guess I was like, yeah, I guess assassination attempts on your life would be like that. Like one day you'd bury an ice pick into a dude and you twist it, and he's like, in the name of the Takagero Dojo, I curse you. And you're like, Takagero Dojo. <laughs> <laughs> What is we're in Milwaukee. <laughs> What's going? Who yeah. did I who did I cut off in traffic to <laughs> to make this happen? <laughs> so I thought it was super funny that Gene's just learning about this. Suddenly a huge battleship appears. A Neapolis class cruiser. 
And they're like, what is that? And they're like, that's the Ortahoni Honey. <laughs> and they're like, the Ortahoni Honey is here at the entrance to the ley line. How the fuck did it get here? And Asia. <laughs> Like, what? I showed them. Very matter-of-factly is, like, I was giving them directions, like, the whole time. Every time we stopped somewhere, I was like, hey, I'm Asia. I'm with the crew looking for the ley line. I'm here. <laughs> and Gene's just like, Asia! <laughs> it's like... Yeah. You... You dog. <laughs> it's such a scamp thing to do. You can't even be mad at her. Yeah. She's like, I said I was going to betray you. I said I hated you guys. You shot me with a caster shell. If you didn't know that I was a Kataro Kataro, that would have killed me. <laughs> like, <laughs> If I was anything but an immortal cat woman, you would have just murdered a woman there that day. <laughs> like, <laughs> so, frankly, fuck you guys. All right. But, um... They're firing their Guggen cannons. The pirates are exiting the Geomancer. They're all trying to get into the ley line. Meanwhile, so, the the monks, Pagawasanfa, Pagawasanfa, are putting the crystal in the other crystal to allow the the, 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 the Tenpa alignment or whatever. It's very a lot is going on. The McDougals are Yeah, there's there. like literally a space war going on right now. Uh, yeah, there's everyone. Everyone is. This is when all everything intersects. Like this is when everything, you know, all factions except for the space force, <laughs> just slamming into each other, trying to get into the ley line. Um, the Ortahoni Honey flies directly into it, and then it comes out with everyone being crazy, just shooting randomly, not sure what's going on, um, losing their minds, holding their heads, hearing like. <laughs> Inside their heads. Mm-hmm. Um, and Hazanko's like, idiots. You can't just... <laughs> you think you can just fly into the ley line? You think you can just walk into Mordor, dude? It's, like, harder than that. Like, I- I'm the... Like, you think we made, like, this cyborg woman who's constantly crying, like, as a joke? As a yuck up Yeah, it is for you to walk in. <laughs> the waltz in. But the crew takes cover... In in this giant space war, there's a big matter of scale here. The outlaw star is big. Like, it's not small. It's not, like, the size of the swordfish in Cowboy Bebop. Like, the swordfish is, like, the size of, like, a small plane. The outlaw star is bigger than the Bebop. It's like a cruiser ship, but these things that are fighting in the sky are, like, warships. The Geomancer and the Ortahoni Honey are both... They're like, star, say, they're like star destroyers almost. I want to say they're both like at least a hundred times bigger. Yeah, they could both have the outlaw could, star fit inside. They could house it. a fleet. Yes, they could fit twenty or thirty outlaw stars inside each of them. They yeah. are huge ships, and the outlaw star knows it can't fuck with this. So instead, it starts flying into the firing path of the Ortahoni Honey. So that they can basically cover themselves in the spray of lasers. Confident that with Malfina navigating and with Gene, you know, hitting the e-brake, <laughs> they can yeah. whip it around these lasers. Which they do. They plunge in. Uh, they, Malfina takes control and the crew gets hit with cricket noises. 
Gilliam starts like screaming, which I thought was very funny. Gilliam's like, I cannot chart anything that's happening in front of me. There's nothing, there's nothing going on. The ship, all sensors are black. There's nothing happening. And it's like, Gilliam, you're not supposed to have emotions. (laughs) You're not supposed to be frustrated or scared. He sounds very panicked when this scene's happening. But Malfina's like, I... <laughs> Malfina's like, I think I got it. Malfina's got her Itachi wand in her tank, and she's like, Get, let me have control. Yeah. And uh, so everyone's getting hit with the cricket noise. They're going insane. But then the monks aboard the Geomancer, they successfully tunnel a hole of Tenpa magic into the fucking galactic ley line. They enter, um, jeez, and this is when we learn, this was a drop for me, Hazanko was the person who ordered Gwen Khan to build Malfina. Oh yeah, that was like... And Gwen Khan reveals that Malfina is a collection of 30,000 year old knowledge from the Dragonian people that he doesn't understand. So it's sort of like how, um, you know, the machine learning that runs like Google's search algorithm where it's like, we built it, but we don't understand it. It, it's Yeah, like, a, like we don't, we're still learning what it does. I am Athena, I am a learning computer, <laughs> a titanium endoskeleton covered with organic tissue. But no, um... <laughs> We have to get out of here. (laughs) (laughs) But Gwen Khan explains that Malfina is basically a big chunk of 30,000-year-old tech that nobody understands. And um, designed to interface with the XGP. At this point, we get to see the size of... I'm trying to think here. The Geomancer heads in, and then the Eldorado heads in. But the Eldorado, Harry is specifically like, I've got to go protect Malfina. I don't want those fucking K-Pirates near her. Like, I'm not going to let you put hands on my girl, dude. No, 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 no. No, said Harry. Um, (laughs) They find a giant spinning spiral crystal thingy that transports them to a crystal world (laughs) then everyone gets transported and teleported and separated and Malfina finds herself looking up at a giant dragon in the sky that says Chala Hey Chala No, it says, what is thy desire? <laughs> what what doth thy desire? <laughs> and then the episode cuts to the end. Shoot right in the maze of despair. No fucking time. No title crawl shit. It is like we are breakneck speed. We And so it opens with Malfina having the sa- singing her intro song, being so sad, wondering what the hell's going on. Cuts to Gene. Gene is cracking like an arrogant smirk. He's like, hmm, guess I gotta find Malfina. And when he cracks his smirk, I was blown away. I was like, you are on you are in like drugs. You're in like another dimension right now, dude. Yeah. Like you're not only on an alien world, you're in like another dimension. You just got teleported. Yeah, like, why are you relaxed? Like, there is no chill 
I don't care if you're fucking Bugs Bunny, dude. Like, I am not cracking jokes in this environment. <laughs> I am I am white knuckling it. I am serious as shit. <laughs> like you put Ricky Gervais in this environment, he tries to tell a joke, you fucking put a bullet in his head. Are you it's like, are you serious, bro? This is endgame shit. We are fighting space pirates for our lives. People will die today. Think of everyone you talk to today. At least half of them will die. We cannot get out of this with everyone surviving. <laughs> like, but Gene's still, you know, he's having fun. Hazanko's making chase after Malfina. They're all making chase. They're all Pagwa Sanfa, Pagwa Sanfa. Um, Harry is like, look at my new cyborg body. And then he starts to like after image run. He's like, really fucking cool i thought this was cool as a kid i thought harry was a cool character here i I wanted a cyborg body like his um we get to suzuka who's encountered by hitoriga and this is another (laughs) to me it was scarecrow at first but yeah she's like oh hitoriga you found me and then this is another, like, hold on to your butts because you are about to get more backstory than you know what to deal with. They go in for the attack. Suzuka blows his, like, hood off, revealing a man that looks just like Suzuka. You're like, what the fuck? And he's like, Suzuka, I see that you haven't changed much since our last encounter. And she's like, and I see you haven't either. And he's like, ever since I killed your whole family? And you're like, killed her whole family? And she's like, guess we will see who truly deserves to wear this beautiful face. And you're like, did he steal her brother's face? Like, what the fuck? What he did? He kill her master. Did she steal a face too? What you're just like? Whose face is that? You go cross-eyed, bro. Just like (laughs) they're fucking. Uh Ever since I killed your family, I've been dreaming of this day. (laughs) I guess we'll see who truly deserves to wear this face. And it's like, who are you two? How do you know? Y'all two fought for your own faces. You. He killed your whole family. Suzuki, you had a family. He killed your. Wait, how much older than you is this guy? How are you relaxed? Is this guy your brother? Did your did he Itachi your family? Is this your twin brother? Is this a guy that killed your twin brother and took his face? Like you're just like you're scratching a bloody patch in your scalp. <laughs> like what? What? They just said so many things in like four sentences they this would be like 12 episodes of shit to fill in and they're attacking each and they're just like bang 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 and then gene gets encountered by uh the other member of the Anton seven she's like huh Looks like you're going to die at my hand, Gene Starwin. And he tries to shoot her with a caster shell. He's like, I've never turned down a woman, but I'm not in the mood right now. (laughs) I thought that was a fucking funny line. (laughs) I've never turned down a woman, but I'm not in the mood right now. So he shoots her. She slaps the magic away, cuts to Asia, who they encounter a... um, what, What is his name? I wrote his name down as Voldo, but I know he's not Voldo. That's a Soul Calibur character. But they encounter this Spike Man, and I really like this. Because if you remember a few episodes ago, Jim and Asia have been having, like, a rapport. Like, Jim's always been, like, Asia, so you're, like, invincible, basically. And she's like, yeah, it's pretty cool. And 
when Jim's having trouble with the cat girl, you know, he's talking about how no one understands his problem. And Asia's the one that's like, come on, Jim, it's not that bad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so I thought it was very apt that this guy shows up and Asia's like, Jim, get the fuck out of here. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, hell yeah, Asia. And also you're looking at this other guy and you're like, dude, you're fucked. Because I was not expecting Asia to stick up. for. I was expecting her to run, you know? Yeah. Or- but Asia's like, Jim, get out of here. You're just a kid. Quite frankly, I'm an immortal. I'm pretty set that I'm in a shithouse, this man. And we, having seen the strongest woman in the world, you're like, dude, I don't care what the fuck you've got under that, like, straight jacket that you're wearing. You are fucked. Like, you are not going to beat the two-tailed tiger, bro. <laughs> like, you're done. Cuts back to Jean fighting this woman. And she's like, hey, you think your weak-ass magic will beat me? And Jim's like, bitch, that was a black hole. And she's like, wait, what? Oh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like Matthew McConaughey in Intercept. She's like, it was Love Murph. No, <laughs> no, it was literally like, oh, that was a dud or some shit. And then she gets sucked up. Yeah. Jean's like, that was a 13, you idiot. And she's like, a third. Oh, oh. <laughs> it's just so funny. Oh, no. Oh, no. Holy <laughs> shit. <laughs> Gosh. Son of bitch. <laughs> she just gets fucking spaghetti. The technical term is spaghettified. <laughs> she gets spaghettified. Gene does this. this you know the- how like Griffiths from Berserk, like the the the, the, the eclipse. Fucking, yeah, you know how it's like the not the the behelet. You know how it activates and it's like and it like disappears. Yeah, like it sucks itself in its in and of itself. It's like that. Like. It's like Hey, damn, Gene, you've got a pretty, you got a pr- that was that was a sick ass thing to do, dude. Like, suck. A- so I sucked that woman into a black hole. <laughs> like, how many of the thirteens he has? Because he has he, one more, right? Or he has like one or two. He more has uh, f- he has four shells, I believe. Um, so Harry gets there and he yell uh, he th- a lot of rapid cuts going on. We cut back to Malfina. She is being approached by Hazanko. Harry gets there, and he's like, I'm the only man in Malfina's life. And he goes full cyborg. Like, the Born Identity soundtrack starts playing. Harry's like, battle, 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 He's running. He's throwing punches and kicks at Hazanko. Hazanko's like, he shoots a laser, blows a hole in Hazanko's mask. And Hazanko's like, all right, that's it. You're getting, you know, you know, I don't really like to do this, but you're getting the telekinesis, son. And he just spins. He just, yeah. He grabs all of Harry's joints. So he does just like. You know. He does what you would think that he he goes full Tetsuo on this kid. He rips his like arms off or some shit. He twists all of his joints around twice. He grabs his elbows and his knees and his ankles and he twists them was, all around. I want that power. You want a Tetsuo people? I want a tele I want tele I want chronicle like But no, Hazanko just it, it is very much a moment where Hazanko's like, Are you aware that I'm a Tao master? <laughs> like Yeah, yeah you, like that the the I, I had the foreplay with you, you know. I showed off my karate with you. It's some straight up Darth Vader shit. But you punched me in the mask. 
It Darth Vader would have just crushed your windpipe. Hazanko's like he doesn't even kill Harry. He's like yeah. <laughs> he's like that, I'm just gonna yeah, mangle that's the you. Sadistic part is like I'm just now gonna... imagine your limbs twisted up, you know, just crushed. He basically crumples Harry into a, a ball of paper and throws him on the ground. Paraplegic in the most painful way possible. A quadriplegic. Like I would I would honestly rather get my legs cut off than twisted and crushed by Tao magic, you know. <laughs> then we um we whew, see, yes, Hazanko hits Malfina with that shit that you never want to see a man hit your girl with. He, he he looks at Malfina and he's like, Malfina, it was you who broke my mason plate. Wow, 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 wow. Dubstep drop music plays in her head. But no, it's like, damn, you know, that's that's her word. That's like yeah. <laughs> that's like when another guy knows that your girl likes a finger in the butt. <laughs> it's like, no, no. For Harry to be crumpled up there on the ground. <laughs> I might cut that piece of audio. For, <laughs> Not even. for Harry to be crumpled up there on the ground and look up and he sees his uncle be like, it was you who broke my mason plate. And Mal and he's like, I know. Malfina's done. Damn. He got my girl. He, fucking he just got grabs her, right? He's like, you're mine now. You're coming with me. Cut back to even more background. Suzuka against Hitoriga. Suzuka like, let's end this. Blah! Hitoriga's like, I'm fucking dead. What do you call that technique that you just killed my ass with? And Suzuka's like, I call it crimson. I've been saving it for this occasion. And you're just like... <sighs> Can I get like the graphic novel that explains <laughs> who these people are? <laughs> I love this though. I was like, this is so. I I struggle to use the word brave, but I don't feel like a show would be ambitious enough to just throw in all of this implied backstory, kind of willy nilly, mm -hmm. kind of being like, you don't know these people. Like you've only been with these people twenty six episodes. Don't act like you know them. Yeah. <laughs> There was supposed to be a season two of the show, so I guess like that's consideration. We'll get we'll get to that, <laughs> but um, yeah. so Suzuka kills Hitoriga, Su uh, Asia kills Voldo. He's done. He never had a chance. And Asia's there naked. I was really hoping that that fight would be more than it was, but yeah, it was two tornadoes colliding with each other. Yeah. But what you gonna do, dude? We only got we only have forty four minutes. At, at this point, we only have but like twenty dollars. <laughs> we have like <laughs> we're down to our last quarter, dude. <laughs> like twenty dollars left for production. <laughs> um, so McDougal and Gwen have a standoff at the fucking gate. Where Gwen's like, holy shit, we've got to get in there. And McDougal's like, we've got to save Harry. He's fucked. And Gwen's like, your brother is like a pile of meat, dude. Like, get over it. Like, we get, come on. Yeah. He was born in a test tube. Who cares? Jeez. Y'all are mean. Um, but Gene's like, I've got to get in there to get that Malfina. And McDougal's like, not if, not if I've got something to say about it. And I enjoy that Gene is like, don't have time for this shit. I'm going to hit you with the black hole instantly. Fuck you. <laughs> or it's not the black hole. He hits him with like a gust of wind, but it throws McDougal off a cliff. Yeah. 
But he pulled out his caster, right? Yeah, he tries to counter with his caster, but I enjoy that Gene just had no patience. There was not any... There wasn't even any banter. That was supposed to be, like, the duel, you know, of the cowboys. I know, but... And I get wanting that. That's the villain. That's the bad guy. That's with the, the guy that the, killed your dad. That's the other great gunslinger that is just as good as you with the gun. I would know? say McDougal's a better gunslinger than Gene. Yeah, he's, possibly. He, it, if Harry is 17, Ronald McDougal's got to be like 30 or something. And it's also implied that Ronald McDougal had sex with Hilda at some point. Mm-hmm. So he's been an outlaw for like 15 years or some shit. Right. Whereas Gene's been an outlaw, of, was it still his first year? <laughs> like, a couple months. He's been an maybe a couple. Yeah, months. I've been an outlaw like four months now. It's been pretty fun. I get to fly around to the galaxy with my friends. Um, but yeah, Gene's like, I gotta get my girl back. I gotta get Malfina. I don't even have time. You're the dude that killed my father, and I'd love to have like a big confrontation with you where I drive a knife into your chest and I say like my name is Inigo Montoya and these are your crimes and this is your punishment and all this shit but no you get hit with a number 13 get the fuck off the cliff I've got to get my girl let's go Gwen I don't even like you but I might need you to understand what the fuck is going on because Gwen I'm not gonna lie if you weren't so smart, this other bullet in my gun's for you, motherfucker. Like, like I would, I would, I would kill you so fast. Gwen's just like, you have to come with me. You have to, you have to follow me. Gwen Con is so the guy that was bitten by the zombie, but also knows where the helicopter landing pad is, and he's like, no, I can't tell you. You've got to t- t- take me there. Like, and it's like, oh fuck. You don't know if the helicopter pad's even real. Yeah, yeah. You're like, ah, fuck this guy. That's all I have. (laughs) No, just tell me where it's located. I I don't remember. I'd have to see it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Gwen. Ah, Fucking asshole. So, So Gene says... So Gene starts to remember some of the stuff that uh, Hilda said... (laughs) <laughs> she says to him that like sometimes you just want to feel the warmth of a, of another body near you you know she's like being an outlaw is lonely and sometimes because i think gene is questioning if he loves malfina here or if he's just lonely and he's like realistically i can't just keep banging prostitutes maybe malfina is the first woman i've ever cared about yeah it's 17 and this is when you realize <laughs> hilda was more of a mom to gene than like a mentor almost yeah. Um, but Gene tells Jim, he's like, Jim, go get the ship. And Jim's like, are you serious? This is like our big moment. This is when it all comes down to it. And you're going to tell me to go wait in the ship. And Gene's just kind of like, Jim, I I don't, I'm about to go fight the head of the mafia. (laughs) Like, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Jim, you're 11. You don't, you don't. I don't think you want every one of your teeth and all your fingernails and toenails ripped out individually. Like I don't think you want your balls electrocuted and your eyes removed. Yeah, because it will be my fault. Like, Jim, I'm telling you to go to the ship because you might need to abandon me to die. And I might need you to turn in the other direction, engage the warp drive, and forget my fucking name. Yeah, he's like, (laughs) he pretty much said that, but if I don't come back in like 10 minutes, right? Yeah, it's like, Jim, this is... If it's been 30 minutes, just leave, because I'm probably dead. Yeah, this is it. This is as end game as it gets. Yeah, this is it. This is it. (laughs) Have you ever seen Margin Call? This is it. (laughs) 
So Harry gets up, and I would be lying if I said this wasn't one of the saddest moments. When I was a kid, this was sad to me. But as an adult, this is like some other next level kind of hopelessness that Harry's withered body gets up and it's like, mount, 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 Fina, mount, Fina, I can't oh, help, yeah. Ope, open, open, gate, 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 gate. And Gene's like, is Harry still alive in there? And Gwen Khan so callously, he's like, he's already dead. His auxiliary units are keeping him alive. He's basically a zombie. And it's like, he's Gwen says he's like a phantom. And I'm like... For the life support system, for artificial hearts and like artificial spines and stuff, like for your for your bioengineered liver to be so well crafted that it's like, oh no, Sean's dead. <laughs> his heart and his his brain and his eyes are like still alive, but that's like because that's, the battery the the battery hasn't run out of juice left. That's what but I he's think. dead. His, that's, yeah. that's what I think of when I like see like a gory video of some dude in Africa, just like his body is just cut in half, but he's still moving. Yeah, he's still breathing. Like <gasps> someone like, disemboweled by the his, train. But yeah, but his guts are everywhere, and it's like, but he, that's yeah, I get it. Like it makes me queasy. It's weird. It really makes me queasy. When I was a kid, I was I don't like, like oh. thinking about that at but, all. Yeah, seeing Harry there glitching, just like mouth, 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 I was like. Oh my God! So I was like, Gene, shoot him! Put a bullet in his fucking brain! Holy shit! Holy yeah. shit! That is the that is a nightmare. That is the Terry Shivo nightmare fuel, and he connects I don't up. Know. I'm on the other school of thought. It's just an android. His auxiliary cards are fucked up. Harry's a person. <laughs> He's a fucking freak. Why do you have empathy for this fuck? He's a piece of shit. If he was still alive, he'll be probably still be trying to molest Melfina. You know, well, she doesn't want it. Well, that's dude. how they get in because this is this is where Gwen Con. I'm like Gwen, you have you have no heart. You you don't even have a black pit where a heart should be. You have negative energy. You have negative space. You have a small white hole where a heart. Because yeah, he's like he's Harry. The- I think Malfina's on the other side of this door. Perhaps if you could open it, we could get to her, and you can finally be with her. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I I was like, did you have to say it like the most fucked up human ever to live? And he, (laughs) yeah, he gets up. Generally, he crawls. Harry shoots his fucking wires into the door to hack it. His final gesture of life is Gwen Khan just being like, I think you can still be with Malfina, Harry, <laughs> if you just open the door. And I was like, Gene, you need to shoot him. You know what? That I, is a dangerous, you know, that is such, that is that's evil. That's dangerous man. That is so evil. You know what's so fucked up? My thought process was, thank God. <laughs> it's like, it's like, dude, you, you couldn't have, if it wasn't for Khan, and him doing that fucked up thing, we you could have never got Melfina. Well, yeah. I would have let Khan open the door and then would have shot both That's of them. That's what I thought, too. Killed, I was like, but kill that fucking Kill dude. both of them. Harry, put him out of his fucking misery, please. I need that. I need you to double tap Harry, please. <laughs> and I need Gwen gone, too. Because his... The last words Harry heard was the most fucked up sentence you could have possibly said to him. Yeah. <laughs> like, you told him he died on the biggest lie 
that you could have said. You couldn't you couldn't have duped a dying man harder. You couldn't have done him dirtier than that. <laughs> like, How else were they gonna get in, dude? <laughs> I don't know. May- <laughs> There's no other key, dude. Like So <laughs> final episode. Oh man. Wrapping it up. Let's fucking do this. Let's finish the fight. Return, let's blow up that halo. Return to space. <laughs> so, goddamn. We get a crazy, once again, no opening title crawl. Jump right into the action. So they got to end. So uh, so we get crazy dragon statue in space, a giant face coming out of the mirror held by the dragon statue. I see this and I'm like, all right, Shenlong. <laughs> all right, Perunga. God, so many space dragons granting wishes. What is thy desire? <laughs> it asks him. Um, Gene shows up behind Hazanko standing before the dragon. And Hazanko's like, well, what do I want to wish for? Do I want like an iPhone 11? <laughs> like, uh, do I want a Snickers bar? <laughs> like, maybe I'll order. I'll ask for the Clash of Clans token. <laughs> and Gene just shows up and is like, I'm hitting you with the black hole. I'm not even saying hello. Dude, this is the part that really shows like where Hazanko is at on a power level scale because this this guy gets shot with a black hole (laughs) right he gets slurped up he's literally like your magic like literally the ball is like slowly approaching his uncle and he's like your magic doesn't do anything to me (laughs) and then he literally touches it touches him and he's like what no he's like no it's like the moonanites in aqua team yeah (laughs) like he gets he literally got spun into the ball and he just disappeared out of existence right yeah and then oh man but I, he's dead, right? He's dead. Yeah, right? Right? yeah. He's totally dead. He's done. And so the lay, they're like the ley line can manipulate the chi of the universe, the dragon's cosmic breath, and influence fate. Um, and then they're like, what happens? Gwen Khan is there, and Jean is trying to figure out what to do about the ley line. They're like, Gene, you could have whatever you want. You could do whatever you want. And it's funny because Gene's just kind of like, maybe I'll order a Snickers bar. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, I wrote in my notes, I was like, Gene, you don't even, don't even use the gun. Just beat the shit out of Gwen Khan. He's a sniveling little asshole. Just like punch his dick. He's got like one bullet left. Just don't even hit him with the back of your gun. Stomp his dick in. He's like four foot eight. I remember like seeing a scene with in this in this episode of the last episode of him like just wasting like like he like wasted like a bullet. And I'm just like, why? I'm like, save those, you know, just fight the guy with your hands or something like, you know. And Gwen's like, come on, Gene, we can be total like boyfriend rulers of the universe with all of this power. But then Hazanko comes back and he's like, you think you could. He literally like Rhea, he literally comes out of a black hole. He literally reversed it and just appears in existence again. Tau magic, baby. Like, That's that. And that makes magic. That, that like was I was like, where was he then? Like, that meant he was there. He went in the black hole, and he was, like... He was reduced to a singularity. But how did he come reverse... Tau magic. Do you know? 
elaborate, please. You have like, to be a tenpa king. I was like, so I was like, this is fucking awesome. I was like, you can't, you, you could come back from that. If you're as powerful as be, like, Nintendo Emperor, yes. <laughs> if I were to create a character in this universe, I would pick the Tao Magic class immediately because I want to go into the black hole and come back and be like, fuck you. <laughs> that shit didn't work, dude. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> so, Hazanka is like, I built all of this. Um, he gives them the, they get the grave of the dragon mythos. Um, they get Hazanka, a loot box. <laughs> they get a loot box. Zonko's like, this ley line was built to allow us to influence the chi and fate of the universe, to allow anything to happen, blah, 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 blah. Um, Gene says to Malfina, your answer isn't in your past, but your future. Hazanko says, you're nothing more than a puppet. Standard. You're just a key. Standard villain banter. Hazanko's got blue eyes. You see through the crack in his mask. Yeah. And I was like, really? <laughs> You're like 45,000. The main villain's like a white dude. <laughs> like I was like, come on. You wanted him to be black or something? I was expecting Chinese. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, yeah. They Why really, is he Hazanko then? He's a blue-eyed Chinese He's a white man. guy. I am Hazanko. <laughs> he's a blue-eyed Steve. <laughs> Come on, Steve. Stop telling everyone that your name's Hazanko. <laughs> I'm a Tao master. You're from Birmingham, Massachusetts, <laughs> man. Come Tenpo Lord. You went to Catholic school. <laughs> I'm the Tendo Emperor. <laughs> Stop using our words. Are they even Chinese, any of these guys? <laughs> I don't know. Um, but they have a big old magic clash. We cut back to the ship. Jim's on the ship, and he says, he's like, Gene's been down there 24 hours. And you're like, what? <laughs> They've been fighting on that planet for 24? That's wild. Um, Harry wakes up, Ron wakes up in the ship of the, of the Shangri-La and he's now a cyborg and Harry is like, I downloaded my consciousness into the ship so that we can still be together, brother. I love you. And I saved you. And don't worry. You're in a, you're in my side. Like you have my bot life support system now attached to you. So you're not dead. And so I'm, like, thinking about this, and I was like, when I was a kid, I remember seeing this and being like, oh, Harry's okay then. Fine. Everything worked out. And as an adult, I'm like, this is terrible. I know. I'm like, why is this piece of shit alive? He's not. I was like, well. It's a copy. He exists, though. He's dangerous. He's a dangerous man. He is, like, a fucking. He broke into the XGP. He's, like, a folder on your desktop now, dude. He's not a person. Skynet now, dude. And Ron McDougal's a cyborg. He's a molesting <clears throat> Skynet. <laughs> um, we get this crazy depiction of all, all these souls fighting. Like, just souls crashing into each other. Hazanko, Gwen Khan, um, Gene Starwin... Just laser, like full-on laser light show. Yeah, they're like fighting each other's souls now, right? I they're like in they're they're like in the fourth dimension. Like they're like I get the imagery, but I have no idea what's actually happening. They're here. like uh, they're like life forms now. They're not even they're you know they're chi. 
basically. And they say, we've entered the galactic library. We've all ceased functioning, but we're both alive and dead. Within the galactic library, the machine god can grant any reality. We've become data. I've become data. Gwen Khan, I am now data. And you're just like, what is happening? <laughs> is this the third impact? Like, is this... Did Nerve finally get what they always wanted? Like, is humanity ascending into the the, the one mind or whatever? <laughs> but um, they ask Gene what he wants out of anything, and Gene realizes all he wants is for to have a bad bitch like Malfina on his hip. <laughs> yep. Cause he, a kid. Maybe a cheeseburger. He just wants a kid. Give me a cheese, a double cheeseburger, <laughs> and a hot girl, and a muscle car. Um, Granted. This is kind of crazy that all Gene wants. It's like, come on, Gene, you can be petty now. You could even wish for something like, I wish my hands were huge. <laughs> Powerful. I wish I was an inch taller. Yeah. And Gwen just wants knowledge. He's just like... Yeah, Gwen know. is like, I'm Data now. Like, I'm part of the Galactic Library. And you're like, I don't know what that means for you, but you can stop talking to me. <laughs> like... Um, Gene's like, we need to stop Hazanko. Um, <laughs> Hazanko fuses with the Geomancer, wishes for infinite power, and combines with Vega, the guy that's on the Geomancer, the last remaining Anton right. 7 member. He's just like, gets fucked. He's like, wait, what's going on? Ah! <laughs> he gets yeah, like yeah. A Akira style absorbed into the ship. He's like, ah. And, um,. Malfina is like, all you want, Gene, is to be with me? And Gene's like, yeah. And Malfina's like, well, I just want us to be together, too. And so the manifestation of that wish is that they Power Rangers, like, laser bolt into the Outlaw Star. It's fucking wild. Like, a beam of light hits the Outlaw Star. Suddenly, Jim's Gene is there. Jim and Asia are like, what the fuck just happened? <laughs> like, yeah. Malfina's in the tank, ready to go. And they're like, we need to stop Hazanko. Some, <laughs> um, and they're like, what? What? And Gene says to Jim, I will fill you in on the magic later, but you've got to just like free your mind, dude, and do <laughs> these shrooms. <laughs> so they have the last instance of grappler combat. They're flying against the Geomancer, and I'm like, what is the plan? You're attacking... This is like an ant taking down a dog. This is like... Not even. <laughs> like, like Godzilla. The the Geomancer combined with Hazanko is like the size of a planet. Yeah. <laughs> He's like Cybertron. And the Outlaw Star just looks like a grain of rice. And it's like... The Outlaw Star is a huge ship. It's like fucking... Like a, a kilometer long or yeah, some it's shit. It's no warship. It's like... It's like the Normandy from Mass Effect or some shit. I'm know? saying if you wanted to walk from one end of the Outlaw Star to the other, it would take you like 20 minutes. And it's still, it's like a grain of rice flying around fighting this Geomancer. Um, the Outlaw Star gains a bunch of armor and pierces through the skull of the Geomancer. Yeah, like, Hazako's, like, some weird, disgusting-looking ship thing, right? That's I like, 
don't know what's going on. Gene, like, enters the Geomancer in a cyber world and starts to, like, fist fight Hazanko. <laughs> yeah, like, spiritually. Like, Lawnmower Man, digital, <laughs> like, Johnny Mnemonic jumping into the internet style, fighting with Hazanko. It looks fucking weird. I, once again... It was fucking crazy. This whole last episode, I don't know what's happening. But they pierce the Geomancer with the Outlaw Star. The Dragon Balls scatter across the galaxy. And the Maiden of the Galactic Ley Line, she says, Your wish has been granted. <laughs> Breathes fire. The Galactic Ley Line is relocating <laughs> to a new location. Um... And then we get this cute little wrap-up sequence. Gene goes home to uh, Sentinel-3. Isn't he about to serve time? He goes back to Sentinel-3, where he was declared an outlaw for leaving the spaceport without proper clearance. And he's like, hey, guys, I'm back. And they're like, you got to serve time, asshole. (laughs) Um, While he's in jail, they cut his hair. The crew breaks up. We find out that they owe Fred 1.6 million Wong. Oh, my God. That butthole is going to be putting in work. God, I hope. (laughs) Um, Malfina starts to mourn the dead. And we have this very interesting, very adult, unceremonious montage of the team ending. What I mean is that whenever teams break up, like in Hunter Hunter, when they're like, hey, we're going our separate ways, and it's like... Oh no, but are we but will we ever but Karapika? Oh when we have the team break up everyone remembers Namek. Alright. Everyone remembers thinking every episode, when is the team just gonna get back together? Shit. <laughs> this is exhausting. Right. No, Snake Way was exhausting. Now this team is breaking up, and it's very unceremonious. Asia's like, well, later, y'all. I'm off to go do shit. And Suzuka's like, yeah, me too. There's not even, like, uh, like hugs and kisses and goodbyes. Like, Asia is very much like, what a week. <laughs> no tears. Not, not a single, not even the implication that they'll miss each other. Yeah, not even plans. Like- it's very adult. It's like your coworker's last day at a job that you hate. Yeah. It's... Suzuka's like, well, that was fun. Later. And you're like, seriously? I actually... You get this... Um, Then you get this. See you again, Space Cowboy? I couldn't believe that they ended the show on that. <laughs> this has one of the most confident season two likes... Hey, y'all, we know you're having fun watching Outlaw Star, but wait, get wait, ready. Wait, he hooks up with, uh, uh, Gene hooks up with Melfina. Mm-hmm. Under the, under the tree. Yeah. Under the blossom. We get, well, we get a, a post-credit stinger, like an Avengers movie. Really? Yeah, we get a post-credit stinger. I think I missed it. Where it's, um, the crew is, they're on the, they're <coughs> oh, on the Oh, wait, he star. shaves his head. Yeah, and they're yeah, flying to their new destination, and when they look in the cabin of the ship, Malfina and Suzuka are there, and Suzuka's like, 
Asia's like, I think you guys still owe me money. And Malfi and Suzuka's like, I think you guys are interesting. So I got nothing else going on. So I'm going to hang. And Jim's like, hell yeah, the crew's really here. Really, Suzuka? Yeah. Really? Like, what? Really, dude? But yeah, the crew gets back together, and we have this moment that's like, oh, snap, they didn't break up. They're back together. And then the show's like, see you again in season two. And it's like... And here we are, 20 years later, 30 (laughs) years later. I... Still talking about season one. So confident in that season two. I don't know if I've ever seen such confidence in a season two. <laughs> they were they tried to I, I like looked into it a little bit and they tried to do it and then it turned into like a movie and then that fell apart. It was like it was I don't know. I don't know what happened nope. behind the scenes. And here we are at the end. Outlaw Star, my first space cowboy. What do you think, man? It's been a long. We spent this is eight hours of Outlaw Star content we've made. It's good. It's pretty good. We did it, dude. Fucking two two months. <laughs> okay, no, don't you put a time on this show? Don't you date things? I I can't help myself, man. Listen, man. What did you think about Gene and Jim and Malfina and the story? It left me wanting more after those four episodes. In a good way. In like in like a way where like there's so much more to find out. There was like so there's a little more questions. Like the reason why I acted like that with Suzuka, like I was like, Really, dude, like your family got killed but you got nothing to do. Like you're She killed the man that killed her family. I mean, like, there's there wasn't more to that story, like Maybe. No she fla- didn't reveal no flashbacks. Nothing. She didn't reveal her family was dead until five seconds before we I found. Know. <laughs> and I'm like, man, like, what? What could they possibly show in season two? You know, like, what in this universe? Like, you know, I enjoy the vacuum. I enjoy thinking, like, hey, do you know what Gene's father's name was? And it's like, no, and it's like, yeah, because it doesn't matter. It's the feeling, bro. <laughs> Yeah, it's the feeling. It's the feeling that the death of his father in space motivates him. Yeah. This show is efficient, man. The show is brisk. It, like, I just wonder, like, would it would we have seen the Emperor in season two? Would we have seen more of the universe? Would we have seen I you know, don't is, how fleshed out is this? Because it seems pretty fleshed out. I really enjoy that the pinnacle of Gene Starwin's like enemies is not the pinnacle of enemies. Like mm-hmm. in the end, Hazanka was just one of like eighty eight generals of the k pirate empire yeah he, was, he worked he was under the tendo king. he yeah. worked under the tendo king who works under the tendo he's empire. just a general yeah and that was the hardest shit gene ever dealt with and i i like that he didn't take down there's not like some and then there was no this is the shit you were worried about with attack on titan where you're like does the series is this series really gonna end with and then there were no titans yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're like you can't you can't yeah. you can't do that <laughs> like yeah it's you know or uh, no, it just it just shows the great how like or big you know, this is promise neverland where it's like once you realize the conceit of promise neverland you're like okay so the name of the game is survival because there's no way that we like unfuck this world <laughs> this right. this world is fucked 
You can't unfuck this world. You can't make the Mad Max world a good place. It's a bad place. It's about living. Yeah, it's a bad place. <laughs> and I, uh, I thought it was cool that it's like, no, Gene, you're not going to take down the K-Pirates. That's an institution that's... That, that, that at this at point, that point, it's like, what do you expect from Gene? He thinks he could break out of prison, and he thinks nobody has thought of it, you know? I think it is cool. I like that it ends here, actually. I feel like this should be the biggest adventure that these guys ever had. All their other adventures should be like... And it kind of ends with that, where it says, Gene is only 20 years old. His infamous outlaw rap sheet is just beginning. And it is funny to think, because that is sort of like, that feels like a washed up has been kind of thing where it's like your first break is your biggest. I wanted to see more magic. I wanted to see more of this, you know, universe, this fleshed out ass fucking thing that they built, you know? Um, It's always better when you're wanting more than when you're wanting to get the fuck out. Yeah, you're right. Like Space Dandy. Uh, <laughs> now and now we get to do the other thing now i guess moving on we get to see we get to compare what we know about gene star when my first space cowboy with uh wish with, with with spike spiegel who is the people's space cowboy yeah he definitely is the people's champ of space cowboys and we get to see where he ranks he's one of the well I will say this. Gene is a way more unique anime character than I thought, than I remembered. He's got, like, at first it's like I remember him being kind of funny and perverted, but he's got a philosophy about him. He definitely has a consistency in the way that he thinks other people shouldn't try to govern the lives of others. Everyone thinks that they know it all, and everyone thinks that they're making the best choice, but don't trust anyone to think that they know more than you. And, uh... You know, aim big, shoot big, don't fucking sweat the small stuff. And you really see it in him. Right. You know, finger girls, don't ask their names. <laughs> like, that's details. That's getting caught up in, in a web of lies. You're, you're there for the fingering. <laughs> but um, I, I like it. I'm glad we did this. I can't believe we spent yeah, eight t- hours of our lives. Eight, what? Two, four, two two and a half hour episodes in this, which is coming out. It might be nine hours at the end of this. We're coming in at four hours and some change on this. <sighs> hey, That's man. Like a school day, dude. Had <laughs> to be done. school day. Had to be done, though. That's respect. That's putting respect on the anime. He spech. <laughs> he spech. <laughs> but I would, um, you know, I look forward to doing this with other shows. Probably going to slim it down a bit. But yeah. Yeah, you will. Hmm. Maybe not. Fuck. But But uh, look what you did to (laughs) us. See you out there, I guess, in the future. Next week, Space Space Cowboy, where we talk about the first eight episodes of Cowboy Bebop. We're going to do Cowboy Bebop next? Do you want to do Cowboy Bebop or Trigun? Cowboy, how many episodes? Oh, just one episode. They're all 26, baby. No, no, I'm saying how many episodes are we doing for those? With Trigun, I'd like to break it up more into sections because Trigun has a more linear story. Cowboy Bebop is (laughs) five episodes of character work and And 18 episodes of filler. filler. (laughs) Great filler. But good filler. The best, some would say the best filler ever made. (laughs) But filler nonetheless. I'm sorry, fighting a man in a giant top hat is not character progression. 
yeah, but then, you know, there's episodes where they're, you know, going back into their own... The characters are going back into their own past. Yeah, yeah, no, know, Faye... Resolving their Listen, own. Faye has an arc. <laughs> Vicious and, uh, you know, we'll get, you know, we'll get into it. We'll get into it. I yeah, want we'll, it. We'll, we'll, we'll break it down. So, Cowboy Bebop, then. Yep. It's, uh, it only needs one episode, right? <laughs> That's what you said. You said it only needs... All right. It's getting very meta. If we do a three-hour long take on Cowboy Bebop, we probably could cram it in one episode because it has less meat on the bones comparatively. Yeah, it's it's not as big of a circle. As it's not it trying is. to be as big. Yeah, that's what I mean. It's not as big of a circle as it is uh, with Outlaw Star, on the other hand. And then Trigun. Yeah, Trigun is a fairly tight story, I think. Like Trigun Does that really count as a space cowboy? Trigun? Are you kidding it's like, me? They're not in, they're Are, not, it's not. It's it feels like a wasteland. He's a cowboy. He's a cowboy, but he's, he's, not, in, he's not in space. space. He was, but like he the whole show. He came on a spaceship. That was a flashback. <laughs> he came ah, on up. a spaceship <laughs> to an alien world populated by gunslingers. He's a. I don't care if you don't like it. He's a cowboy. He's. I. I'm. He's mad a. He's now. a wastelander. Vash is more of a cowboy than who? Than any other space cowboy. Than fucking Gene. Really? Gene never rides a horse. But he has an XGP. <laughs> he's a space cowboy. He, Can you ride a horse in space? No. I'm saying Vash is maybe the only space cowboy who has seen a cow. Maybe. But maybe. They don't, they don't show that. He's seen eggs. <laughs> <laughs> we're spoiling shit now. All right. Next week, we'll you'll you'll learn which space yeah, cowboy we're, we're spoiling talking. incredible details. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, spoiler alert! I am Groot. Yes. <laughs> uh, all right, I'll catch you all. Nice. Catch you all next week. Uh, you should like.